When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hi, it's the Giant Bombcast for this Tuesday, November the 12th, 2019. So it is. So it is. It is. So it shall be written. So I am uh, Brad Shoemaker. To my right, Jeff Gersman. Hello. To my left, Jason Astray. Hey, how's it going? Um, I just want to point out yeah. that Jan gets a green screen. Mm -hmm. I can put up the green screen behind you guys. And nobody else here does. How Brad, it, do you want me to take it down? I'm, take pre it down. I'm present and real. I'm not. Okay. I'm in this actual space. You're in the moment. I am liminal. You're, you're here. Yes. I'm yes. slowly going to build like a station to like make my own isolation booth. I like it. I'll put it like a little screen here. Yep. Okay. Get some like flashing, random flashing lights. You can, you can be anywhere. Virtually, virtually. And, yeah. then, and then we blow the money and how much money you can grab in 15 <sighs> seconds. Do I get to keep the money though? Absolutely not. It's not Damn. real money. Damn it. No. no. It's never real money. No. Are you actually keying yourself right now? Oh, no. No. I forgot a, this was behind me. Big old flat green. <laughs> yep. Just good old flat green. What, what, what shade green good. would you say? This is chroma? Uh, well, besides chroma? Oh, no. Like uh, a lime? Yeah. I was I was yeah. going to talk in terms of fruit. Okay. That's the context I'm probably working with here. Ah, fruit and color. It's kind of mix. close to yeah. a lime. Okay. Okay. I'll take the lime. Uh, like a limeade? Limeade. Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Like a nice limeade. I yeah. like I like a nice cherry limeade. Oh yeah. Never oh, yeah. been a fan of cherry. Never been a fan really? of cherry. Just yeah. anything? Anything cherry. Like related. if I handed you a jar of maraschino cherries, you'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh I think Can't it's because I went cherry, cherry picking drink. as a child. Okay. And I think I choked on one of the pits. Mm. You're right. not supposed to yeah. do that. I didn't know. No one yeah. told me no, there were seeds in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of with you. I think thank cherry, you. I think cherry is not a top tier fruit. Oh no! But like, uh, so I, I don't. I don't quite tart. All right, here we go. I don't we like can't. cherry pie. I'm gonna say. Okay. I'm gonna say okay. cherry. That's a fine song. I'm gonna say cherry goes. Yeah, at, not really into the cherry song. goes at like a number twelve. Let's say. Okay. I could. Yeah. I mean, I, that, like, I, I am. I like cherry flavored. I like candy cherry. Sure. I don't like real cherry. How do we have the list arranged this cherry. time though? Is like the t higher the better or the lower? Well, I don't, the I don't know. Is there? We is this the. A list of the best the fruit best or the worst fruits. fruit. Best fruit. And we, I think we need to separate because, again, like, I like a candy watermelon, mm -hmm. but I don't like real watermelons think, at all. I think we're talking real fruit it's Very here. strange. Very then strange. watermelon is near the bottom. No way. I go back and forth with watermelon. But if it's ranking of Jolly Ranchers... Bananas. Do you like a good banana? I like a great... I like any banana. Now, what about artificial I banana? I hate it. It's disgusting. Yep. 
Mm. Banana, banana real, runs real, all real the just oh fake banana fake yeah, banana so, is wait, real banana is okay real banana is the best okay okay real yeah. banana is a top three uh, fruit I feel like because those are that's the most widest spread as far well, as like you know oh, artificial yeah, to yeah good like to bad flavor. are we are we talking the roughly six hour window in which banana is good yeah or the infinite amount of time afterward when it's mushy and gross so yeah, I will. I like a. I like a, a an early banana. Okay. As well, yeah, I'll I would take an early banana. I, I, would, I don't <laughs> like a late banana. I would take an early banana if I had to, if yeah. I had to choose. Yeah. I would definitely take a little bit green over the over like bruised and definitely. Ugh. Okay. I'll right. take it in banana bread though. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 You get those oh, bruised yeah. up bananas. Yeah, you, you throw them. You just go for it. Throw them in the yeah, freezer yeah. and yeah. wait for a rainy day we on which to make banana bread. Every part of the banana. Mm-hmm. Never get a banana out of the office fruit here. No, nope. never. I didn't know they one. had. Oh, you mean, wait. I didn't know they had any. I, no, I, only, they had, I, I, I ate one last banana? week. I grabbed a banana Holy last week smokes. and I ate it. I, I was like, man, I, quick. I don't have vending machine <laughs> money. Quick. All I got are fives. And there was like yeah. six bananas in there for a minute. I was like, there's a whole bunch of bananas right here. Yeah. I should grab this whole thing and just eat them all right now. I, no, I'd support you. you. I'd yeah. support you. In you're going to irradiate yourself. If you good. Do that. Good. You're going to want to glow in the fucking dark. You're be glowing after six bananas. I, I saw a single persimmon in like the fruit oh, wow. basket. And I thought all, like, this isn't a hand I fruit. Like, all I ever see over there is like Granny Smith apples. Yeah. yeah what are that's, you supposed to do with about the persimmon it. over there? I, I steal There's the no peeler. I, I've seen a bag of grapes. Yeah. I, I steal those. Yeah. Good. Someone should eat them. Love grapes. Mm-hmm. Red or uh, green? Green. Green? I like green grapes. Give me all the grapes. Red grapes are fine, too. You know, I don't yeah. have a problem with them per se, but if I'm choosing, mm-hmm. I got grapes, my choosing shoes soda. on, as they say. I feel like grape artif- uh, occupies the same spot as bananas in terms of artificial flavoring. Mm. Artificial okay. grape, not a fan. I like a grape soda. You do? Yeah. Okay. I still like a grape, but it's a different thing. Like, it, like the taste of grapes and the taste of grape soda, they, they might as well not even call it grape sure. soda, because sure. it's just not even... Grape juice totally fine with grape yep. soda can't, can't I love, get down I like, I like grape juice i like grape soda i like grapes i hate wine banana soda terrible interesting banana mm. soda i've never had it i <laughs> I, I hope it's it's probably a thing i got i've got a soda stream at home be. we can give some we can give a shot <laughs> yeah i'm not sure how oh just can, can you can you juice a banana i'm sure you could juice a banana just anything you try just hard strain enough. the just they have an industrial juicer in the uh, giant bomb test kitchen we could mash test it, that out mash it and strain really? it through a cheesecloth well, i wonder if you could get like uh well you know could you liquefy banana runts and get the banana the candy no, banana no, no, out no, that no, way hey you know what you can get uh what is it it's, uh, it's called 99 bananas mm. it's 99 bananas? proof uh banana flavored liqueur oh okay. yeah that is terrible it's a nightmare is that the, the english one really or the bad. german one yeah uh it's the English. It's yeah. There's okay. also like a 99 cherries and a few other ones. Oh God, none of them are good. There's a peanut yeah. butter one, but that's not the point. Nut liqueur. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like nut liqueur. I'm, I'm into it. Is that not amaretto? No. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. It's peanut butter. Fruit. Mm. Peanut butter liquor. Fruit and games. Yes. Yep. That's Legumes. This, that's this podcast. That's right. Yeah. Get, get get rid of the scurvy. Mm. Keep the video games yeah. a coming. Mm. Vitamin C. Yeah. That's, and a vitamin G. Yep, that's right. Uh, um, can we? Uh, I want to start calling games lewds. Lewds. Get rid of all this lewdin, lewdin narrative. Oh, I just, I that just, kind of. Lewd. I want. I want to try to. I want to to okay to, to take the term. I see lewds mainstream and and bring it around to video games. Semi related. The children mm-hmm. I've, I've been informed are now uh, when they say send nudes to each other. Yeah, they're not talking about uh, any naughty photos. They're talking about noodles. It's like, hey, Love I just it. ate some great ramen. Hot. Send nudes. me a picture of some nudes. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what the kids are saying. So we're not that far off from exactly. turning oh, ludes. Wow. Ludes. Turn that six upside no down. No one's talking about quaaludes anymore. Yeah. And that's a shame in its own weird way. Uh-huh. But this means it's just ripe for the picking. We're going to okay. take it. We're going to appropriate quaalude culture. <laughs> Ugh. What? Right, Ugh. Ripe like those bananas. Yeah, you gonna, yeah you gonna, no, quaalude culture. This. Are you going to you gonna hose it off first? Yeah, no, that's going to be, we're going to just nope. the whole... The whole Edgewater Hotel is just going to be raised. It's going to, oh boy, dip your hand into this bowl full of car keys. Yeah. Would <laughs> um, you describe yourself as a Ludens fan? No, I would not. Ludens fan. Ah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. Um, um, talk about a video game. Any, all right. Any video game. Uh, let's see. I feel see. like almost everything is out. I am fucking around with some something I can't talk about yet. Same. Uh, yeah. I and spent, spent most of the weekend playing an unreleased video game, so I can't am talk about damn. much. I am doomed. Playing mm-hmm. Outer Worlds. Okay. I'm still okay. working my way through that. I saw <laughs> they announced the first patch for that game. Yeah. And I mean, it fixes a bunch of the like the major bugs that have been happening. Okay. I haven't seen. But there was a note in there about increasing the font size of the dialogue subtitles. I'm okay Smart, with this. Which is, I mean, yeah. sure, but also those are not the, that's not the text that I was actually have a problem reading. Yeah, probably it's all not. the It's all the UI item description yeah, stuff. Yeah, a is, lot of the stuff's pretty small. Is, and it doesn't sound like they addressed that. I'm pretty close to the TV, so it isn't a problem. Maybe. But, but yeah. Maybe they'll um, get there. That's that game, game, right? That game, the the later parts of that game, and, and it, like I feel like I'm one mission away from finishing it. Honestly, I, and I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true or not. Um, Have you gotten all your companions? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You you, cool. you can get all them super early on. Yeah, you can. Uh, and but you can't botch it as well. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I may have accidentally killed Pavarotti. Parv- that's that's the Parvati. That's the big bug. That's, that's one bug. of the big bugs I was talking about. That's probably the one I've seen. Cited. Oh, it wasn't a bug. No, oh, I, oh, I intentionally you, killed oh, her. You, I had oh, no you. idea who she was. I just walked in oh. there and that guy was being a jerk. So I'm like, fuck oh, you, you, dude. You're saying you exercised your agency in the narrative framework. She attacked me first. And intentionally removed her from existence. Yeah. I but see. Then I found out that okay. she was a, yeah, a cool side quest. She's, that's she's, cool. She's pretty cool. Companion, I mean, it's cool so that the game gives you that amount of freedom. Yeah, that's true. Even if you made a dastardly error. Late game. I don't, I don't say, deserve her. Uh, Ellie comes into her own in a big way, like with character wise or, or, or ability wise. In, in terms of having her in your party, okay. Uh, I, I, with I, the story stuff that happens later on, I liked her pretty much off the bat. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, fine because you get her on you get her on the space station, and uh-huh. that's her home turf, so she knows everybody there. So that's not her actual home turf. Oh well, well uh, but I mean, she yeah. she knows the scene, right? Um, I also happen to take her uh, on that little God, what is it? A little planetoid like asteroid mission where you go save the. There's the kind of uh god i'm trying like square jawed space captain analog i'm trying to think like the, oh right yeah so like I, the, I haven't gotten any of that stuff what do you mean like the the stuff you're you're the that quest that asteroid like, i don't think oh, i've seen any of that there? stuff no oh that's just a quest you pick up on the, yeah. on the space anyway there, there's a, i'm trying to god what is the character i'm trying to liken this guy to like a blasto, blasto like a blasto um, but that's not even like, that's going like, who's, the same the guy type of thing uh, who's the guy from uh, Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank. oh Quark. Uh, uh, Captain, Captain Quark. Quark Captain Quark yeah. you know the type yes. Like yeah. the, yes. the Buzz Lightyear yeah the, the dashing fucking actual coward square jawed but really a coward yes uh, yeah anyway totally. that was all a long winded way of saying if you take her on that mission she's, oh. she's got history with that guy Interesting. and that's, and that's yeah. fun yeah, it's uh, but the so the thing I'm I'm feeling about the late game is that they really are going out of the way to show how the sausage is made. Mm. Like it feels like some of the stuff that we did in the quick look about, like oh man, you can really get down this path a little ways before you have to commit. Like some of the late game stuff seems built to make sure that the end of that game you have a choice. Huh. 
Like it feels like it is starting to throw the bad guy path that we alluded to in my face to make sure it is completely unmissable so that by the time you, and you could, you could go out of your way to not do those missions and, and you would have, I assume fewer choices in the end game, okay. but it definitely like has changed the dialogue in my quest from go here and do this to go here and do this or maybe do this huh. because I did two other quests, but it really feels like it's trying to, it, it goes from like, oh, there's this subtle way of like, oh, you could you could turn in Phineas at the in the first ten minutes or whatever, right? To suddenly like, oh, actually, like we're gonna make sure that you see this stuff. Oh, um, are you talking specifically about if you go a couple steps down that path? Like, I, there that, are other versions of that path. I oh, suspect, that you can still that access. You can, you can huh. that you that that later in the game kind of get, or in my case anyway, basically got forced right onto me and was just like, here's the thing. You should do this. That I mean, I'll have to see it for myself, but that potentially the way you're describing it sounds a little disappointing, maybe because yeah. I like that. Idea. That is my that is my take on it. Is I like, that, I like, I like it, it's a feeling of like for, when what we saw is just like, oh well, man, this might change dramatically yeah. to oh, actually, the end game is gonna be the end game. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that it has multiple endings, and yeah, all that kind of stuff for but, sure. But I I liked the, yeah when we stumbled into that in the video, I liked the idea that you were having to give something up to pursue that path. Yeah, no, like I I I like the idea like okay, if I turn on the good guys. That I am pot committed to being a bad guy. It's like, I mean the idea that there, just... there are certainly things you can do that would be point and overturns for that sort of quest line, okay. but they let you play both sides. Okay. Uh, they it seems like they very much like want to lead you in this direction. Like you know, if, think about the choice you make very early in the game about the uh, the where you di- divert the power yeah. and how that choice is more difficult than it seems. So far, where I'm at near the end game, it feels like very much they want to duplicate that feeling uh, somewhere near the end game. Like hmm. the, the true nature of what's really going on around there is like one big version of that in a sense. I was like, oh, okay, there's a lot at stake here and there's no easy answer. Like that really feels like the, the thing they're trying to build. I, I think it's good, yeah. but I am a little disappointed with some of the, the way it's structured, some of the way yeah. the structure, like yeah. it's, it's literally just like, okay, I'm going to go by this. Oh wait, no, this whole quest line just got forced in front of me to remind me that there is this other alternate path. Uh, and it, it felt mechanical yeah, yeah. in a way if, that the game has not. If it turns out to be the case that you can get pretty much right up near the end of the game and then like kind of make a hard save and then just pick both sides and that, see everything. That's like kind that's, of, I'm kind of thinking that's unfortunate. Uh, well, that's the thing. I don't know if it's the end game or not, but okay. I feel like I'm getting up to a big choice point. Uh, having looked at the trophies where it's like, Oh, it seems like there's very much a case of like, I can just reload this save three times and do three things see and, everything. And, and at least get the trophies. Okay. But so I, don't know, I don't know if that's going to be the end of the game or not. It doesn't seem like it, w- it quite will be, but it seems like the major thing that it's building up to huh. at this stage is that. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it's been... I, I started mainlining it a little bit because the, the side quests and stuff I think are still good, but I got... It, this is usually how it happens for me in these games. Like I start out doing it, all the side stuff I can see, mm-hmm. and then at some point the main quest line starts to get its hooks in me a little bit. And I'm like, I just want to see what happens next. Yeah. And then I find myself doing less and less of the side stuff as I go. And that's sort of what's happened here. Um, as I'm just like running around doing stuff and getting, getting things done. And, and like, yeah. there's fun moments all along the way. And there's like a, a, there's a fun moment that, you know, usually like the end of a game like this is when they, you know, like think about how fallout would build its little static image thing of like, here are all the things you did and what happened. Yeah. Like it's got a, it's got something. There's something in the middle of that game that like very much is like someone going like, here's all the choices you made, 
and it's nice. It's neat to see like, it. Not even at the end. Not even at the end. Huh. And it, it's it's but it, it's neat to see it in in the context that they use it in. It's huh. actually well done. Okay. But then it becomes like, hmm. all right, now we're gonna lay bare. Like that, that's where it becomes very mechanical oh, after, right. after that. The, the the end of that become became a little too. Hey, we can. You, we're it's, they're showing all, all the, the strings being pulled, yeah. all the pulleys and levers, and it felt fake in a way that game has not felt up until this point. So I, I'm I I want to see how it resolves basically because right now I was like okay that was a a disappointing turn huh. uh, even though there was some neat stuff in there yeah because I had just about made up my mind at this point like oh after the holiday I will do a bad guy playthrough of that thing because I want to see all the other possibilities but if it's all sort of contained in the yeah, one in the one run I wonder then, yeah. I mean obviously there'll be like side quests and stuff along the way that yeah. you know if you I'm sure the bad guy path from the beginning of the game looks different from the bad guy path where I'm at or sure, whatever. But sure. um, Or maybe you can just finish the game in three hours if you do it that way. Who knows? Yeah, maybe they've got their Far Cry ending in there. Uh, just like 10 minutes. Huh. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool. Yeah, I still want to... I really want to get back to that game. Yeah. Uh, I left off... I had spent like 15 minutes walking around Monarch after I got there and mm-hmm. then other games started showing up and I haven't gotten to play it since then. Yeah. Is that the bulk of the game? Like, is Monarch big, or is that a lot of content? Uh, Monarch, there's a lot of content to do on Monarch. Okay. There are big things uh, in in play at Monarch. Like, there's a lot of like the other thing I had to do, and I that game needs a back out of conversation without making a decision button. Yeah, because I got to a point where it's like, yeah, where it's like, okay, I I have an idea about how I want this to resolve, and then I get up to that point, and it's like, mm-hmm. you need to intimidate seventy five. And I'm like, fuck, I'm oh. 72. And so I had to just reload a save. Put on, purpose- put on the helmet with Intimidate on yeah. it. Pur- no, well, purposely, no. I was actually, I was far enough off that I needed to go, needed to go level up. Um, and basically, it was this feeling of like, okay, I just did a thing where the thing you would do is turn and talk to this character, but now I'm going to do the thing and then leave and leave this character standing here for multiple hours <laughs> while leave, I go gain a level and a half. Leave them hanging, waiting yeah. for an answer. Where and then, where and then come back and start that conversation. I've done that twice. Mm. Uh, I did that twice last night, yeah. you know? Huh. Uh, and then had another moment where I thought I was doing one thing, and it turned out I did another because I feel like the terminal options were not as clear mm. as they should have been, and it was a horrible outcome. And at that point, I was just like, ah, fuck it. It's space. People mm. fuck up. I'm just going to go with yeah. it. That's uh, kind of where I've been at, missing speed checks and stuff too. Like, you know, I, I'm just kind of letting it ride. Yeah. Well, so. it, for me, it was frustrating because it was like there, you know, all the options, like I went to, you, it let, it let me go down the dialogue path of here's the thing I want to do. And then all the options were like lie 75 per save 75. And it's like, okay, I'm not there with any of them. And so you have to like back out of the conversation. Oh, wait, you literally did not, could not complete it. Uh, it was like I had to complete it one of the other two ways, which is what I was trying to avoid. Oh, oh. Um, like trying to find and to walk see, that I middle see, line that is like the hard solution or the the whatever solution, the the speech check solution. Um, and it just became like, okay, I need to reload and go do this and go do this. Uh, and that was a little that was a little again kind of mechanical uh, in a way that that game has been could, pretty good about hiding up. I to could this see point. it. Um. Um. Again, like Death Stranding and some other stuff showed up, which is the main reason right. I stopped playing it. But also, like, when I got to Monarch, I felt like the introduction of that area was a little kind of forced and, like, 
I don't know. It's just a little you, more messy or less elegant than early part of the game had been. Like, like Monarch the, is is kind of big and sprawling. Well, it's not the area isn't necessarily big and sprawling, but it's like there are multiple factions at play. Like you take on a lot of different quests. Yeah, from a lot I of guess I can people, see that. Like and, the, and it, it is kind of that game in microcosm to yeah. a certain extent. The like example this. that stands out to me is: uh, Did you pick up the quest for the? There's a kind of a murder mystery sort of thing you have to investigate. Yes. I, I I didn't get past the first step of it, but uh-huh. like. You're walking by this like apartment building or whatever, and this janitor runs out screaming. He's like, "Oh my god, don't go in there! There's a dead body!" Like, "Holy yeah. shit, I'm losing my mind!" And of course, I go in there, mm-hmm. and like, you, as soon as you step across the threshold into the room with the dead body, like a quest pops up that's like, "Like you found a dead body and have to investigate what happened." Yeah. And it's like, "Wait a minute, nobody told me to investigate no, this." Like, I don't, well, look, you, you know, it's it's just a quest in your log. You could turn and walk well, out too. It's more that they just didn't provide enough narrative context that they the, to make it feel. During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio, Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at alienware.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at alienware.com slash deals. That's alienware.com slash deals. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. So, organic, that, like, like nobody is there telling me to do this, and there's no incentive, like, in the, the narrative for my character to care. I think you did things out of order. Oh. Because that, there is another quest that will lead you to that interesting okay huh i wonder if something broke or if that's just a no you just probably didn't talk to that person first like it's it's you can stumble upon that body i see so that might mean if you go talk to the lady about like her why are all her workers left their positions uh you might go like oh i found that dude he's super dead i see okay huh that's just weird that they like yeah it just sounds like a sequence like a you know potentially out of sequence or, or you know a different sequence i guess um sequence quit you're speed running good yeah that's yeah nice that's right uh but yeah that that's what i've been playing probably most yeah. of the past few nights yeah. is, is trying to get through that yeah, i want to i want to see that through um i futzed around with need for speed heat a little bit more and seems like that thing is just kind of Coming and going. Yeah, man. It's like I <laughs> even need for speed. I waited for mm-hmm. it to come out thinking like, okay, now maybe I can get into some multiplayer races and stuff like that. And still just like no one, no, no one push it. Like, you know, a button will pop up and say, do you want to join this race? And all they have to do is hit yes. And no one does. And then I don't seem to get a lot of invites to races because people aren't saying challenge right. everyone. Uh, they're no, just saying, challenge no, everything. sorry, challenge everything. Sorry. Uh, they're just saying play alone, which like the game defaults to online. It shouldn't. Cause you can't pause at all when you're online and it's a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, it just, you know, it's like 
competent in most of the ways that matter for a driving game, but like it's just disappointing. It's disappointing. It's also probably still the best Need for Speed they've done this generation. Yikes! Wow. But uh, it's just super flat. Whatever. I find myself increasingly like siding with the cops, even though they're completely corrupt. And <laughs> oh yeah, those guys are. Fucking... But it's just like there's so many goddamn sideshows around my neighborhood <laughs> lately that I just want them to shut the fuck up <laughs> so badly. Um, I don't know, man. Kind of like. Yeah, I feel like you should just get. Maybe those cops should take those uh, those those guys out. You should just get a you know just get a Buick or something and just get out there, <laughs> spin some donuts. You know, were you were you too good? I wouldn't for have it? to go far. Yeah, just you and I'm usually you and the in family bed by 10:30, and so right, it's like yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of the um, yeah that's keeping me from doing it. I Fair guess. enough. Sorry. Uh, just get a scraper bike, something nice, you know, just right. like a little something. You don't have to go and get a Buick, <laughs> right. something nice like a Buick. It's not too much of an investment. Yeah. Right. I'm sure the, the wife would be fine. Exactly. <laughs> um, so like I said, I took some time out of the, the embargo game I've been playing to dip back into Death Stranding after that it came out. Yeah. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to experience it for real. Experience the magic. Yeah, that's right. For the Again. first time. Um, just for reference, I'm, I left off in Chapter 5 before it came out when they took the server down for mm-hmm. a little bit. And yeah. Still have not gotten out of Chapter 5 because I've become obsessed with trying to get all of the things that make that game playable. Uh, they, which are those? Like power skeletons like and stuff like that. Okay. Like making that's the bridges example. and stuff. Yeah, and, like, okay. like every time yeah. you level up like preppers, they give you cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the last thing I need to get Here, it's a bucket full of like steak tartare. It's like freeze-dried. I've, like I've had this objective to go move the story along, and I just keep doing deliveries for people because apparently the guy I'm working for right now gives you a cover that goes over your backpack. Oh, wow. It wow. stops the, whatever's on your back from degrading in the rain. Mm. Well. Anyway. Um, <laughs> two things. First of all, I'm surprised they did not wipe the uh, progress from the review period. Really? Basically, like, the stuff I was seeing from a bunch of, like, very recognizably press-related yeah psn ids is mm-hmm. all still out there yeah like, it's I kind of amazing a reason. to me i had so i i didn't whatever i didn't make this game but yeah. i feel like if i was going to make a game that pulled in player laid ladders and you know like like what that game does yeah. like you wouldn't need to erase it because you're only pulling in a subset of it at any right. given time right and i mean like on the front end they account for that by with the the uh the kind of gimmick of like the getting people back on the network mm-hmm. like right there's an in-world explanation for why you initially see no items and it's that you know when a zone is not on the chiral network you can't see any of that stuff and as soon as you connect them up it all just populates no i'm sorry that but, no you can't tell me that, like, when I update the firmware to get this thing on the network, it makes a ladder appear. Like, no, that doesn't, if, if that's we're, not how that works. If we're going to nitpick this game's adherence to yeah. the rules of reality, then okay. we might as well stop talking about it. Sounds great. Okay. This, this is a guy that, that climbs sheer cliffs, climbs up ropes with just upper body strength with, like, 200 kilograms of cargo strapped right. to his back. Well, he's a repatriate, so. Uh, I guess so. Um, repatriate. Um... But I mean, it, it, that led to me asking a bunch of questions about like how they act, like the nuance of how they handle that stuff on the back end. Oh, right. Like, am I only that seeing that stuff mistake. because it pulled that stuff into my game originally? Right. And maybe new players that bought it after release are not getting any of that pre-release stuff. That's possible. Like, yeah. I, I would imagine because they they because of the system of like bridge linking and seeing uh, a player's stuff more frequently, they probably want to guide you into that system at least a little bit. So maybe they bias in favor of like. Hey, the stuff we pull in for you the first time, you might see that person's stuff again later yeah, on. Yeah, I think that might may, be something like that, that. That might be the case. And um, kind of in a similar vein, I got uh, what I'm pretty sure is the first time I've seen a message pop up that said something I put down was starting to deteriorate. Huh. 
Um, and it was like literally the first climbing gear I ever dropped outside that first city. Mm-hmm. So it's, I guess that's like a two week timer. I'm going to say roughly oh, interesting. Right. before that stuff starts breaking down. Hmm. Um, makes sense, which led to me going, Oh my God, that thing's been there for two weeks. What if I go visit that climbing gear <laughs> and it's got like 300,000 likes on it. Wow. And I like, what got if? I got super excited, <laughs> fast traveled back to capital, not city. Yeah. And climbed up that mountain. Mm hmm. And it had like 87 likes on it. <laughs> well, so that didn't really, Aww. but like the very idea that that could have happened was like, it's like, wait, maybe this really is a strand game. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I, the idea that thousands of people may have used my climbing gear made me very excited. I saw some bridges that had like hundreds. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I've seen, I've seen stuff. items that yeah. were just strategically placed that yeah. in such a way that they got all of the social media currency. Right. <sighs> um, but anyway, the big story I feel like with playing that game now versus when it came out mm-hmm. is like kind of feels like what I imagine it was like to say be a press person reviewing uh what is the Star Wars theme park stuff at Disneyland called the Galaxy's Edge or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh sure, yeah. It feels like it feels like oh, the contrast okay. between covering that like, you know, sure. however, however many weeks before before it opened yeah. versus like a week after opening. Mm. Because like playing through it the first time, it was all a bunch of like very tastefully placed ladders, and it was clearly just like I was seeing the remnants of people who were very in a very directed way trying to get through the game. Right. You know. Yeah. Like like people on a people, timetable. Yes. People are going to deploy exactly the bridges and ladders and shelters and everything in this game that they need mm-hmm. to ease their way through this game and not a bit more. Right. And now, holy shit! <laughs> Is it just shit everywhere? <laughs> now it feels like there's like there's just like soda cans and like half-eaten yeah, hot dogs sure. everywhere and just like, <laughs> just like destroyed cargo just laying around everywhere it's not even that it's like i'm finding like like vehicles are everywhere like i am hmm. finding there i've been i've i've encountered places where there were like three different trucks just sitting there right next to each other huh. all different colors because people are customizing all their stuff yeah the pea mushrooms are all over the place hmm. i didn't see like any of that stuff pre-release yeah and i've yeah. been finding spots where there were like 10 mushrooms grown up around each other. I played, I played like half an hour of it uh, yeah. last night and, yeah. and saw some mushrooms. Yeah. And, but yeah, in my experience, it was just like there was just fucking cargo everywhere. Yeah. But a lot a of it was destroyed or it was like, here's a, someone's boots with no juice left on sure. them. Yeah. Uh, and I and think stuff a, like that. a lot of that stuff gets collected, like the mules will yeah. pick it up and stash it in mailboxes and stuff. But uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Like vehicles, mushrooms, like signs all over the place. Like, it's just it's got a feel of just like messy joyous chaos it's just lousy mm. with yeah that it didn't that it didn't have before yeah, like wow. it's just the, the whole the whole game world just feels like this gigantic mess and it's like kind of fun to see <laughs> um uh so over the weekend i saw some people uh there was a we i think they talked about it in their in the quick look they did out in new york or, or maybe one of the videos there were the beast cast or something but that there was a line of dialogue in that game that uh that I had heard them talking about. I, oh, you're I, talking about the line? I'm talking about the line. The one they were freaking out about? Yeah. Okay, you're not going to say it. Right? No, I'm not. Okay. No, I, I'm I not. Still, I still have to hear there it are, There are video. Oh, have you, have you heard what it is? No, I don't know what it okay. is. Okay, all right. Yeah, there are YouTube videos of it out there okay. now, and people have gotten there, and there's like reaction videos of people going, I can't fucking believe <laughs> this is something that is in this video game. What the all fuck is wrong with people? All of that just makes me want to see it even more. It's fucking bad. Okay. It's fucking bad. I, good or bad, I have to know. Yeah. Now, now I need to know. Yep. Um, <clears throat> it, was, it was fascinating to see someone else reacting to that 
particular scene. Um, because yeah, okay. I gotta know. It was the scene that made me go. Maybe I'll just uninstall this. Yeah, really. Maybe oh. I'll just stop because this is because clearly it doesn't have anything to say later on either. I, yeah, I muted that channel that you guys made to talk about that line. Yeah, but I'm very excited to go back and read that whole discussion after. It's not. It's mostly just okay. It's mostly just like people going, really. <laughs> Really? You're that's not? Right. That's really in there? Okay. okay. All right. right. Okay. Fucking whatever, man. Okay. All right. Yeah. Dumb. I think I, I, I'm guessing I'm at the point where I could just kind of like plow through the rest of it if I really I, wanted to. I would imagine. Like everybody says that the story really just kind of picks up and goes after. After three, yeah. it just starts to cruise. Like none yeah. of those chapters are as long. Yeah. For sure. So. Uh, indeed. So, like, are you just, like, excited? To, are you, like, chomping at the bit to get back at it, to it? Or, or, like, what's your... Right up until I got this other game that I'm covering, which uh-huh. we will have something on later in the week. Yeah. Uh, right up until I got into that, mm-hmm. yes, all I wanted to do was go play Death Stranding. Cool. Uh, but this other, it's been something and it was I, really just side stuff like it wasn't even so much. The, yeah, dude, I, um, I saw uh, which site well, I think it might have been Kotaku that said I didn't read the story. I just saw the headline go through my feed, but I think it basically just said like public service announcement, get to chapter three of Death Stranding as fast as you can. Yeah. And I wish I had known that. Yeah. Like yeah. I almost said that last week. Mm-hmm. I almost wish like I have this problem in open world games. I know like I've talked to Vinny about it. He mm-hmm. does the same thing a lot. Like any game like this, the second it even uh, seems like it's going to open up and let you give you freedom to just tinker around and do whatever. Like I'm going to waste way too much time doing that. Yeah. Right. Totally. And I would appreciate even like an optional tip, even if you didn't like really put it in people's face for people that don't want to know. But for people who do, like, I would really appreciate it if they would just be like, hey, all the good stuff is just right. Like two more story beats this way. If, if you, you just, just do if you a, want to walk around like an idiot for 30 hours right here, you can. But yeah. yo, what if you got a truck? Why don't right. you play a little right. more? Yeah. And like I, to put it in perspective, I'm trying to remember what my hour count. I think by the time I got to the beginning of chapter three, I was like well over 20 hours into the game, mm-hmm. which is insane in retrospect. That is, yeah, the, the, time, chapter I, the two, time I spent with it is probably like 15-ish hours or whatever, yeah. and I'm basically on the last, I think, what is the last step of episode two. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and chapter two is like the most miserable stretch of that game uh-huh. and shows you kind of the least amount of the game. Uh-huh. But there was so much to do there that I just kept doing it. Yeah, like I haven't even, like I think I, I got the generator, but I didn't stop off at the spot that had the bike Yeah. Uh, when I had to walk all the way back to the first stop. Right. So like the bike, uh, the bike so is, the, I haven't even gotten on a vehicle yet. Right. So like the, the bike, getting the bike there is like the very first taste of sort of like the right. wider world of Death Stranding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but most of it is in chapter three and mm-hmm. I just kept, I mm-hmm. spent an entire weekend in chapter two, just like, you know, at least I got a feel for the mechanics and like got a sure. pretty intimate understanding of how that game works. Mm-hmm. But like, but you know, a little bit of subtle encouragement <laughs> sometimes goes a long way. There are a lot of things that game could do to yeah. be. Well, it's not just that game. It it's like yeah. I had the same oh, problem yeah, sure. with Red Dead last right. year, where like you kind of need to get into chapter three of that game mm. uh, before all the mechanics really fully open up. Yeah, um, like a lot of open world games just kind of like struggle with funneling you to the best parts, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just my compulsion, right, to do yeah. side stuff constantly. But like you know, that's they they present you with a, an endless amount of yeah. side stuff yeah. in yeah. that game. So I think yeah. that was the you know. And when a slow I, trickle of, of experience as well. So yeah, it's like, right. You know, yeah. I, I kind of want to. So you're like, oh, well, I that. should over level here. Yeah. Oh, while well, it's easy and then go forward. But yeah. yeah, that was, I think, what drove me. Like, like the realization was like, it's, there's infinite amounts of side shit in this game. Like when I got that, that delivery to, hey, go walk all the way back to the start of the game now. 
I, that's why I was just like, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not taking any additional stuff. I'm not going to stop off along the way. Just point me in the direction of the beginning of the game. I'm going to fucking walk there, bash these idiots in the face while I'm going, uh, march right through their camp because I'm just taking a straight line through here. I don't have time for this shit and, and get there and do it. Um, and then now that it's like, okay, this is going to be your longest delivery yet to get out there. Like when I started on that one, I was like, yep, straight fucking line. Not stopping off at the fucking wind farm to see if those assholes have any fucking metal they need to bring west. I don't fucking care. Oh, the wind farm is the worst. Uh, just have gonna to go, go. go. Have to go up over that mountain and then down and it's raining and there's PTs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, last thing I, I just thought of about the game that I have to say and then we will move on. Um, I went up to the incinerator from the beginning of the game mm-hmm. because you get uh, actually... I may be wrong about this. You get an email at one point about like a glowing light or a glowing object in the first city. Mm-hmm. And then I'd swear I had also seen an email from somebody else about a similar thing up at the incinerator. And I was like, oh, maybe there's something there. Maybe if you go back and explore those areas, like some weird shit happens. Um, so I hiked back up to the incinerator and I forget why I got caught. I think I was just sort of running through the BT area because yeah. I was too impatient to deal with it. And I just wanted to get there and see stuff. And I mm-hmm. got caught um and had no i had no weapons on me so i died on the boss yeah uh, because i didn't have anything to fight it with um anyway long story short uh it creates a crater in the terrain when you die i don't Mm -hmm. know if you've seen that yeah um the crater actually like took a chunk out of the incinerator in a really oh wow interesting like it literally like almost terminator style you know like the kind of sphere cutting right yeah the surroundings very cleanly Uh uh-huh like the spherical shape of the crater, the explosion had literally like sliced into the building of the incinerator and they totally accounted for that because hmm. you could see all the like the concrete and oh, kind right. of iron, the, yeah. iron skeleton cool. of the building. Yeah. Like it looked very nice actually the way huh. that they like you should try to took a bite out of that building. Try to I was like, that's some attention to detail. the entire incinerator. Hmm. Just try to strategically die in like right, right next points. to it. Yeah. See how much of it it'll eat up. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was a neat little thing that, yeah. for them to account for. Anyway, games. Games. Right. Games. Yeah. Uh, what else is happening that we can talk uh, about? Have you guys been playing any Grindstone at all? No. I still haven't popped that trial yet. I've just oh, really? been too many other games. Yeah, to give it a shot. Um, I need to cancel Apple Arcade. I, oh, really? I, I, it's, I'm, I'm still finding some because hmm. I, I, I didn't plow through everything, you know, the yeah. first week. They're putting games out pretty frequently. I'm, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like and, five a week or something. Yeah. And I, I've gone through the past couple of weeks and uh, the quality doesn't seem to be as like mm. up to snuff as, you know, that, that first initial offering. Sure. But. Uh, Grindstone's been a lot of fun. Um, if you're unfamiliar with it, it's like a grid-based uh, puzzle game uh, where you've got a bunch of enemies that are all different colors, and you can you know form chains. You know you're you're going through, you're attacking one enemy, and then drawing a line to the next one that's of the same color, and you can get these really elaborate like chains going. And you know if you get these spe- uh, specific stones to pop up, you can you know change the uh, uh, the color um, so you can have an even longer string. And but it's, it's extremely satisfying, and it's a uh, it's a Cappy Games joint, so the artwork is fantastic. Um, but I've been having uh, a real swell time with this yeah. fun little puzzle game. It's it's, it's really good. It's, I, I like it an awful lot. I feel like it harkens back to the early days of iPhone games. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Dungeon Raid and that sort of stuff mm-hmm. that came out early, pretty early. Like it's got that vibe. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's awesome. But that's been burning a hole in my iOS device, my, yeah. my Apple TV, mm-hmm. as it were. Oh, you're on a... Yeah, yeah, they draw they draw a whole interface around the like they they keep the gameplay area looking basically the same 
Uh, yeah. But they they draw a lot of score like a, or other additional info oh, around the edges. But yeah, it's like some like of the UI is just like cursor based with the controller. Uh, it's cursor based with the controller. Yeah, okay. or you can use the uh, the touchpad oh, as the well. Remote yeah. thing, which is not ideal, but yeah. Yeah, it still works. But I only recently got an Apple TV. Yeah, uh, that remote is terrible. Yeah, I've, I've never heard a single good word about that thing. Who never... thinks that that it is garbage? It's, it's and like the flow through it bad. a lot of times. I, maybe some of that is app specific, but like I find myself over, overshooting whenever I yep, swipe anything. Yeah, that and, sucks. Yep, yep. Uh, sometimes I'll pause a video and walk away and come back, and the screensaver will have kicked on, yep. and then at that it's point like, I can't I unpause back? the video. It basically takes me back to the main menu of the app, and mm-hmm. I have to start it all over again. It's, it's fucking bad. It's not that much better with a controller as well, because oh, yeah, there's certain no, UI I, elements, you know, when, when you've got to, like, you know, suspend a, a game, you know, go back to the main screen or something like that, in order to get that um, that app to, like, you know, swipe up to, to actually close, you've yeah. got to use the touchpad instead of using the controller. Yeah, exactly. Like, even, yeah, I, I, I got Bluetooth the controller to it, and then it was like, okay, well, I guess I need to keep the remote or my phone, because you can use a phone as an Apple TV remote. Oh, really? It'll just duplicate the functionality. It's not much, it's, it's I guess, slightly better than using that stupid thing. Yeah. But that thing is fucking awful. It's, I can't believe how bad it is. It's really bad. I, I'd heard people talk about it, like, oh, Apple TV remote sure, sure does suck. <laughs> oh, it's probably, like, mostly okay, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's fucking trash. Yeah. I, I, I've gotten used to, you know, I've got a Roku TV and the remote there is extremely tactile. There's a little bit of lag associated yeah, with yeah, it. The, like, maybe yeah. it's not as smooth as it is the on the Roku Apple remote. TV, like, but, the, the Roku is sluggish. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, it fucking it works fucking every works. time I press we got it. A, we got a Roku Ultra, I think it's called, recently. Nice. The 4K one. Like, mm. that thing's actually pretty snappy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. actually... When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Except the remote has a tag on it. Oh, oh right. I like yeah. I like the tag. The tag is so stupid. I like the tag. Um, I've got like three different Roku. I guess the, like there's what the new in, there's new Nvidia Shield uh, oh, really? Shield TV out that mm-hmm. the remote is like I saw a review describe it as Toblerone shaped because it is like a <laughs> okay. little triangle shaped thing. Oh, neat. Does that all thing right. do all the kind of standard video service streaming? Yes. Like I didn't realize yeah. it was that. It's just an Android TV device. Okay. Uh, you know, people are sideloading emulator stuff, and uh, apparently it's a very good Plex client because hmm. uh, it'll play oh. just about everything natively. Oh, wow. uh, uh, yeah, the Plex app on Roku is not great. No, it is not. Plex apps are just... It works fine. Just roll the a fucking dice, nightmare man. of, like, half-baked functionality, and, like, on some platforms, they're good. And Yeah, I was like, okay, what formats ways, can this one direct yeah. play? Yeah. Most of... Uh, not enough of them? Oh, great. Such a mess. Like that is the thing that has stopped me from from paying for a Plex Pass is the the clients being so unreliable. Yeah, I have good luck on them. I don't know. 
Yeah, over the uh, uh, my vacation, we had actually downloaded a bunch of stuff that we had like on our Plex server to my uh, my son's tablet and stuff, and that everything worked great. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah, like the Xbox Plex One rules. Plex app is awful. Oh, is it? It's amazingly awful. I haven't used it in a long time. I, I remember it being not so bad. I can't. I I, I changed at some point. Actually, okay. went back to like two year old forum discussion, and apparently, it's gotten much worse. Like it can't. Well, it it can't worse. support. It can't support a bunch of media formats yeah, now, which is insane. Well, I know like people are complaining about um, like you if you find any kind of gathering of Plex users, it's just people complaining. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. In every case. But, but this, yeah. this is this is like uniquely yeah, bad. that 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 stuff. But it's like the people really hate the new UI because uh, they did a UI refresh yeah, I, I across stuff. And I like, yeah, it seems fine. fine. Like, it's not it's not amazing. Yeah. Now, this, this is specifically media playback that it just yeah. can't handle. But, the, but if you get Cody for Xbox and get the Plex plug in for that. Uh. That works. That's That'll quite, direct play. That's, yeah. that's quite good. Huh. It turns out. Anyway, <laughs> just switch over to MB. Eh. I might try it. Yeah, I gave it a shot briefly, yeah. but uh, they they limit the playback so much that I was not able to test that stuff. Oh, really? Like okay. you have to pay to yeah. get the app playback, and I was like, sucks. the experience I've just had with Plex right. not playing things properly. If you're not going to let me demo your playback, yeah, that's, I can't that's no good. Possibly justify buying your thing. Uh, I don't know. Like I, you know. Like the PC I'm running that stuff on is powerful enough to transcode, so it's not usually an issue wherever I want to play that stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's definitely a feeling of like, okay, I'd rather make sure I've got a machine here that can just direct play all that stuff. Yeah. Also, this is all academic for me because I set it all up and then I've never actually used it for anything. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> just wanted to do it. Yeah. Rip all your DVDs and never watch them. Yep. That's right. It's the best. Yep. Who's got time? Nobody. For non interactive entertainment. It's right. trash. Yep. <laughs> Um, uh, I was going to ask one more thing about Apple Arcade. Oh, uh, I can't remember the name of the game, but have you guys tried? It's it's black and white. It's like super minimal looking, and it's like mm. a Dark Souls ish third person action game. I, the name escapes me. Can't say that I have. Like the art style is almost like uh, I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. Like it's, it's I think not it's, ringing any bells. I think it's basically monochrome, except maybe some red blood or something. Mm. And then like the character is sort of like a stick figure looking. It's it's like a throwback to super old school, almost like ANSI graphics or something. Mm-hmm. Huh. Was it uh, uh, part of launch? Wave it was part or? of the. It was okay. part of the the launch wave of games. Okay. Right? I saw a bunch of people saying it was good. Hmm. Anyway, try that stuff. I'll take a peek in some mystical future where there's free time. Yeah, I just love ludes. Yep, can't have enough ludes. Yeah, never for sure. Uh, you guys got any other games? Still uh, trying to bust some ghosts in Luigi's Mansion. 3. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I played. I played oh, some yeah. more of that too. Were you yeah, the too. one saying last week to switch to the horizontal only controls? Uh, was somebody else? I think that may have been someone else. Okay. I think I said I would try that. Okay. I also, yeah. I did try that. Did you? That sounds like it yeah. would think, probably work I think really that's well. probably the right way to play that game. I think so too. Yeah. Um, I, I was getting caught up on um, one of the bosses really bad because of I just couldn't get my head around the tank controls. Yes. And I just kept pushing myself yep. into a barrier that would fudge and hurt there me. are there are and it's mostly been in boss fights so far but there yeah. are there are short timing windows in that game where not only do you have to decide how to react but you also have to also in that split second account for which way luigi is facing right because mm-hmm. yeah. if he's facing you and you want him to turn right you have to push left you know yeah, it's all yeah. relative to his position and that's yeah. just a little too much to fiddle with yeah um this is a weird choice yeah but well i mean it makes sense because that's the only way they can give you up and down aiming with the right stick, yeah. Because yeah, if you yeah. go to if you go to traditional dual analog, then you have to use the gyroscope to aim up and down because the you know, right. One hundred percent of the analog stick is devoted to horizontal movement. I might point. have just not had 
I might have just went doom with it. Auto aim. Auto aim. Auto up aim up down. on the on the y axis. Yeah. that uh, might have been the way to go. Actually, <laughs> I'm finding the gyroscope is fine for up and down once you get yeah. used to it. Yeah, it's not I, bad. I feel like hmm. uh, I was hitting a point where I was getting t- very tired of exploring floors and having to deal with that floor's gimmick and everything. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, just let me fight a boss. And then it did that. It was like, okay. <laughs> it's like the game knew exactly when you were going to hit your limit? Exactly. Yeah. I There's a neat little moment where it uh, does some found footage style things. Huh. huh. Um, okay. From the perspective of a shorter character. And okay. it was like, wow, that's really cute. I would, I might, I would watch a horror movie shot from that perspective. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, that game is so damn charming. It, it is, and I'm, sure. I I don't have the biggest fondness for like the Mario franchise at all. But like, just I I'm just constantly rooting for Luigi. It was like, stop being so scared, damn it! And did you notice uh, if you press one of the directional buttons underneath the left analog stick, he'll start calling out Mario. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then depending on how scared he is, it'll it'll change his uh how he says it and everything. Huh. It's okay. great. That's cool. It's great. Also. I'm running into the thing where I spend way too long at a floor because I just want to fuck everything up. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's screw these towels. My game, <laughs> fuck your yoga mats. My game, the game does sort of environmental. It's not really destruction because you're not like busting actual right. walls down, but yeah. just about anything that's not nailed down in mm. that game, you can blow or, or pull into it's your great. vacuum. There's a just, pile of garbage over there that yeah. I need in my vacuum cleaner right now. There are insane amounts of money scattered everywhere. Yeah, can, yeah. Hmm. it makes me think like, man, these people were prepping for Y2K. <laughs> they were just stashing money everywhere. Yep. Um, I, th- I want to say I'm near the final couple chapters okay. based off of the elevator, but uh, who's to say if they'll make you run back through everything. Right. Um, but I did revisit a couple of the other floors to look for a couple more gems in the booze. The boos are an interesting um, thing in the game. I don't know if they've been in previous stuff I'm not or whatever. Sure. Um, but it's so you're kind of doing um, your switch or your controller start, will start vibrating if you revisit a floor you've cleared. Oh, do and, they only show up on floors you've already been to? Yes. Oh, that, okay. Mm-hmm. So I've only seen the one that they kind of tutorialized and I yeah. haven't seen another one since. And that I guess that's why. Um, so if you revisit a floor, your controller will start v- vibrating and you have to find where it is three times. And then it's like a small uh, ghost encounter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's neat because it'll get you to revisit stuff and then, oh, hey, I forgot I could do this with Gooigi or like now I can do this. Easier, with, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's stuff you can't yeah. access. Have you uh, found all the gems on a given floor? I have not. Okay. I'm yeah. wondering if that does anything for you. Probably not. I don't, I, I wouldn't think so. I'm assuming it'll just give you more money. Yeah. And then like, oh God, like in that game, they're just literally throwing money at you. It's hilarious. I wish there was more stuff to buy or yeah. like stuff to upgrade. All I've seen so far, they're just some consumables that like give you yeah. free life and some stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. The game's um, got achievements. I don't know if we mentioned that last Oh, week. yeah, yeah, yeah. weird yeah. to see a set of straight-up traditional achievements in a Nintendo game. Mm. First party for that matter. Right, right. Oh, and right. it's real basic stuff like... Uh, Slam another ghost with another ghost. Yeah, it's like vacuum up, you know, $100,000. Do they give yeah. you... What do they give you for getting them? Anything? Uh, you know, I have gotten a couple. I don't think I got anything. Fucking okay. bragging rights against it. Yeah. Uh, but they're, yeah. But they're, shit. they're broken up into, like, hotel achievements and combat achievements and stuff like that. So maybe if you complete a right. whole set, you'll get something. But I don't know. It's just... It just seems like a weird thing to include in the game. Kind of. They're like On some a platform of, that doesn't have them by default. Right, right. And then not have it tie into Yeah, because, like, the, so I mean, I, I, know, I know a lot of people roll their eyes at this, but the whole point of achievements to me is having some kind of public record of what sure. you've done in a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. So for them to be fully self-contained just in this game, I mean, you get some. Of yeah, that, that is odd. Well, yeah, kind of, it kind of misses the point, right? Right. Of, exactly. of like the thing that makes achievements yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and again, some of them are just so un Nintendo. Like it's literally, it's just like vacuum up five thousand gold bars. Like that's just mm-hmm. busy work, you know. Yeah. But there are other ones. There's like there's there's a billiards table mm. that you can play with physics, and like there's some there's a cool achievement around that yeah. and stuff. So. I uh, I patched up Smash Brothers. I did too. Actually. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, for yeah, I yeah. want to check out Terry. Right. I want to check out Terry. Uh, he's out, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, the patch was taking forever to download, so I was like, I'm going to put this in the dock, and then completely Oops. forgot about it until right now. All right, yeah, well. well, maybe next week or, n- or next. Fun. I was going to say next year. Yeah, hmm. Terry, like, oh right, Terry Bogard, Terry Bogard in 2020. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of uh, some like pro players just hopping into Smash, not really having much background, but having enough of like you know footsie's uh, background. Yeah. to play. Terry effectively. So that's cool. cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. What's your, what's your that's what I wondered if maybe like Ryu and Ken would provide, but it seems like yeah. they, they split the difference in a way with those mm-hmm. characters that it's like, it's interesting, right? but they smashified them along the way too. And Terry seems like maybe, I don't know, just seeing how fucking angry people are about <laughs> Terry makes me think that they didn't is. do that as much as they did with Ryu. Yeah. You might be right. So that made me want to try it. Mm-hmm. Angry so. how like, Unbalancing the game, angry like oh, it's just there's that scrub quotes Twitter that is just like fucking people salty about losing yeah. in a game, and it's just full of people going like directional inputs aren't skillful, <laughs> like just like this boomer ass video game. It is like all that's all that fucking Man. shit is just like it's amazing to it. It made me want to. It made me want to play Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, reading that shit I was like, man, fuck these people. I'm gonna go play Terry right now. I'm not even gonna be that good, but it still made me want to play that game. Uh, so yeah. Okay, would you back Terry Bogard in 2020? I, you know, I would want to know more. Uh, you know, like, yeah. like what's his platform? He's a popular figure, but uh, I, you know, I feel like that can't be enough anymore. No, he's never led certainly me astray, though. Yeah, I need to know. You know, he's definitely going to be the type of candidate that that like, has a train pulling into town with him on it. Mm-hmm. I know that much. Okay, uh, but uh, he goes big. I would have to know more about his his stance on the issues. That's fair. Um, so is, he seems to care about others and wants to know if they're okay, and I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I think I would need to know a little more. It's good doing your civic duty. Mm-hmm. Um, He's very concerned about how people are doing all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Speaking of doing our civic duty, mm-hmm. oh. there's there's one more task that we need to attend to here before we go to a break. And I think Jan knows exactly what that is. Yep. Uh, Jason, if you want to fire up that screen right next to you. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I know did you guys it is, not see this yet? No. No. I know it is primarily an audio show, but, but just bear with us here. So, so actually, before we even move on, and again, people listening can't even see this, but um, this like first, I did see this first shot from this trailer of the Sonic the Hedgehog film. Mm-hmm. Emerald Hill Zone. It's it looks kind of amazing of, yeah. to me to see this rendered like this, but but retaining that, specifically that checkerboard pattern right. on the sides of the ramps and stuff. It's just such a weird mix. I think I had hoped... By the way, we're talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog 2020 yeah. new, new official, official trailer. trailer. Yeah, yeah. So uh, You can also, actually, I just realized you can also see the stripes, the two-tone green stripes yeah. in the grass. Like totally. it, I had hoped, and this is because I'm, a, I'm just a, I'm a sick individual... Mm-hmm. But my hope for this would have been when they put out a trailer showing off the new Sonic, it would be the exact same trailer, <laughs> just new new just character, new Sonic design. Like, yeah, I was hoping that would be thing. the only difference. Yeah, and so you'd have like something really concrete to before and after on. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with the the song choice. It was a little odd, but it's like, all right, Coolio, Sonic, 
All I'm right. always saying, all right, Coolio. Yeah. Like every day. Yeah. Uh, he needs that. About something that dude did. He had a cooking show. He did? Didn't he? He had a cooking show. I'll, I'd buy it. I'd buy some Coolio. Did, did, he, wear, uh, did he wear a hairnet? I don't know. <laughs> I'd buy some Coolio uh, sponsored uh, pots and pans. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like a non-stick. Yeah. Non-scratch. Like if it's got the Coolio name on it, you're like, this is probably going to be good. Okay, Coolio. Okay, Coolio. Pans are special balanced to be extra hotio. <sighs> I don't know. Let's watch the trailer. He should have like a hydro flask knockoff. Yeah. Uh, but let me know if this is good in your heads, y'all. I'm Sonic. Oh, yeah. A little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package. On my planet, people were always after my powers. So I came to yours. Wait. That sure is Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Sonic's from another planet? Yeah. yeah Mobius. My best life on Earth. Oh, boy. Ow. Okay, kids will eat this up. Sonic. The Pitch's Mount also Sonic. God. Are you ready to live in a world where the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is like the biggest cultural phenomenon of the year? Sure. What if that happens? 2020. What else can happen? Uh. Jeff got his wish. Yeah. A little compare A little bit. He's got to get that tiny little shot of the game in there just to make sure everybody knows yeah, what Yeah, like that about. opening had a real, like, pandering vibe of just like, all right, here's Sonic running around a fucking loop and being fast, and look at him, it's Sonic. Fuck you guys. I'm going to give you five seconds to tell me where it is. Wait, don't hurt him. <laughs> Road trip. Woo-hoo! Here you knock the fuck out. Oh my god, stop the car right now. What? The Chili dogs? Largest no. rubber band ball? We gotta see it. No, this is not some fun family road trip. Eh, you're right. It was lame. Gift shop was cool though. Sonic's fast. He went and he did yeah, that all by himself. He did it. He went fast. He just, he just went and did it. This creature is. I'm going to uncover the source of its power. Yeah, hey. Oh. He discovered music. Goodness. Okay. And the power of dance. I thought you might like a latte with steamed Austrian goat milk. Of course I want a latte. I love the way you make them! We gotta lay low. Let me show you how it's done. Sonic sucks at darts. Yeah, time to go. I always want to do this. Nailed it! Uh-oh. Hmm. Nope. How are you not dead? I so have mad. no idea. Oh, give me a big fat! Illegal left, by the way. Oh, this one is cute. Let's keep him. Oh, come on. You've got car insurance, right? Why would you throw your life away for this silly little alien? Good times. He's my friend. Let's go. Oh. I wasn't really expecting that. So, you're supposed to be Tom's best friend that he won't shut up about. There's a dog. Well, I don't see the appeal. <laughs> that is very gross. Let's go. But he kind of likes it. All right, that's infinitely better. Yeah, that is a, that is wow. a, yeah. a better looking thing for sure. You, you mean just the look of the character? Yeah, the, mostly. Uh, no, also, I think it's a better but, look at the movie. Yeah, like in sure. terms of right. just like you see that and go like, okay, I did, yeah, that's a like, sonic. Tonally, movie. you see it. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. 
There's, kids movie, lighthearted, yeah. smartass kind of. Yep. The, the old version of the character just popped up in one of the... Uh, the tease. It's, God, it's horrifying. The tease. I forgot how bad it looked. Yeah, it's pretty pretty rotten shit. They did a pretty good job of making it sort of look like that big mono eye, but there is a little yeah. kind of space in between. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's it's not too they there. seem to be splitting the difference pretty well. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, this one, I, I'm not completely sure how it got greenlit, but it, it did. For a little hey, bit, people, people that make movies, they more have, surprisingly, they have ideas. yep. More surprisingly, they actually went back and they corrected it. That's yes, pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, th- th- you know, they kind of had to. <laughs> seemed like clear that, like, okay, if you want this thing to have any shot at all, uh, you got to do something about this. Um, people would have watched it anyway. That looked like a totally like the, tolerable yes, kids movie. But you, yeah. yeah, you look at it and go like, okay, yeah, they're making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Of course, that's what 100%. it's about. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. He's going to run. He's going to fucking wisecrack. Like, all right, sure. Yep. Chili dogs. Did, did, not not a single not chili yeah. dog. It's a sequel type stuff. You know, there's a whole chili dog arc to go through here. Right. I read the comic books. I don't think he talks about the rubber band balls ever. Wow. Hmm. I'm going to say that. They're really, that's pretty bold. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Who do you think is going to pop up after the credits? Mm. Tails. Old Sonic? Knuckles. Yes, Old Biggs. Sonic will show just up. looks into a mirror. <laughs> but it'll be, oh, that, like, that'll be Shadow somehow. We'll just be oh, Old Sonic. No. But like Black Fur, that's what they'll, they'll, that'll be their edgy. Oh, like, that'll, be, on no, that'll be Where Sonic. Like when he, okay. that one game okay. where he's transforming yeah. into a Where right. Hedgehog. Yeah. yeah. It'll work out. Got to repurpose that work. I mean, they did it all. Yeah. Got to find something for it. Yeah. I watched the Dora the Explorer movie over the weekend. Mm. Not that bad. Mm. I also went down a large hole of Nickelodeon live action films. And uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the cartoon Fairly Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they turned that into a live action film with Drake Bell. Holy yeah. shit. And then they made f- three more. I don't know who that is. It's fine. Don't worry. Drake, jo- Drake and Josh. It's yeah, fine. It's not, Just the fact that they made a live action and there's more than one? Yeah. And oh. it's kind of sad because they acknowledge like, yeah, you're, he's 25 and he yeah, still, still, needs, in- still needs his parents, still wow. needs these fairly god parents to grant him wishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I was hoping they'd start the Nickelodeon cinematic universe, but it doesn't look like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give it time. Everything eventually crosses its way fingers. into one. We'll get there. We'll get there. When is the Hey Dude movie coming out? Yeah. I don't know what that is. What? Salute your shorts. Oh, you salute your shorts. Salute your shorts. Your shorts. Right. Yeah. I'll be there on opening day. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor... State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Fantastic. All right. Hey, dude, was like the last hurrah of the good old Nickelodeon, I I think. I am with you on that. But I don't even know that I would say I liked Hey, dude. Some people, yeah, I mean, I'm fine on it, whatever. It's no don't just sit there is what I'm saying. I'm ambivalent. 
Man, you missed that. Uh, holy shit, you missed that whole SpongeBob stream. I did. Where, where I just tried oh, in yeah. vain <laughs> over and over to make them understand what you can't do that on television was. All right. And, Wasn't that and, all that? I've got the easiest and, way to make you understand this. Everyone and, can understand what you can't well, do on television. When I say this, have you ever seen the show Laugh In? No. From the 60s. Steve. It's like that for kids. Done. And they dump no, slime what? and water no. on people. I, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying they didn't understand what it yeah. was. I'm saying that you had to be there. Yeah, it was a sketch comedy show. So like an SNL Mad TV, right? Not like a little less... Like an Impractical Jokers. No. Like, uh, it was more like... It, it was a lot of recurring characters and recurring yeah. bits focused. Yeah. So I guess maybe Shorter more like skits, a Mad TV yeah. than an SNL. It really, okay, it really but, takes time for the full character of Barth to uh, <laughs> right. fully present itself. <laughs> They've got a handful yeah. of sets... And even if the even if they're using that set, it didn't necessarily mean that it was necessarily about those characters. It was just uh -huh. they had some jokes to tell, and that was the set they told them on. What were the sets? Okay. So was, there was the diner or like the greasy, yeah. the greasy spoon yeah. place. Yeah, there's a diner. There's the lockers where they that right. was the, that was the most directly like analogous to a laugh in bit. Okay, uh, there was just the kind of the studio set with the yeah, the, they'd the blue, pop yeah, out of the, the blue yeah, background, pop out of the lockers so. and say shit. Uh, yeah, there's the the um, there's like a living room. Okay, yeah. Maybe even like two living rooms. Now that I think about was it. there an orange couch? Is that where the orange couch came from? No, no, oh. damn, no, that's a different. Yeah, just never say water on the air. Also, it was Canadian, or I don't know. Ah, yeah, that explains it all now. Yeah, okay. A lot of early Nickelodeon was Canadian, yeah, turkey TV to, to and day. stuff like that. And Degrassi, Degrassi, Canadian, yeah. Why well, did Degrassi originally what? was that originally a Nickelodeon show or did it that was like a Nick Teens thing? Okay, and then but I think I, before that, the, the, you're talking like Degrassi, the next generation at right, that point, right? I think original Degrassi was almost on, it was on like public television or something like PBS air that shit, maybe. Mm. I thought it was a little like too risky for that. Degrassi stuff. was no. like kind of after my time in a way, mm. where like people slightly younger than me were all about it, and I was like, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, that wheelchair Jimmy guy, I'd boo him off stage. Exactly. Yeah. Get the get him the fuck out of here. He's no Frank Ocean, that's for sure. That's that's true. They're two different people. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think Moose is up to these days? I uh, she went on to I think work behind the scenes for the network. Oh, okay. Right. That was you know in this era when the show was still on, but she was no longer on it. I know that was the case. I, now who knows. Would, now they, she's, would they age out of the, the show or something? Or? Yeah, sort of, kind of. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, she'd be presumably in her 50s. Yeah, that sounds about right. She decided to go behind the camera. Mm, perhaps. As opposed to becoming a recognized pop star. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not everybody. It's two ways to go yeah, on that one. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> be Alanis Morissette or everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, break? Yeah, sure. Break. 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 Here is the part of the show with the news. Oh, let's get into where? this. Okay. Oh, this, headlines. oh, this part. Wow. Let's, uh, somebody mind shutting off that monitor. Gone. Can't see what people are saying about headlines us of the week while we're talking. They don't want to, we don't want them to spoil the news for us. That's right. Yeah. Um, kind of a slow week. I feel like, uh, we're weirdly getting to the end of the games coming out. Yeah. There's, like, I mean, there's obviously there's still stuff coming. I mean, but, yeah, but like, Pokemon and the Jedi Fallen Order are this week. Yeah. And Doom got delayed. Right. And the Stadia stuff is next week. Stadia is next week. Like yeah. Shenmue, Shenmue 3 is apparently still coming. Sure. That's not sure. true, is it? And there's like a couple other games in December. 
mm-hmm. sort of, but like it's, I don't know. I feel like we just kind of like blew through this. Yeah. What is supposed to be the heavy release season. Yeah. Uh, I, I, here we are. I think there, I've seen a lot of mixed opinions about the quality of the year so far. And you know, seen some people say like, Oh, it's been kind of a light year. Yeah, for games. That's, like, I don't think so. That's the, I, that's I feel the like narrative. A, but then I went and started trying to like, I, yeah, I think map, map a, out what a personal top 10 might look like. And yeah. I was like, Oh, there's like, a it's been an 15 awesome fucking year 15 for games. 20 games on here. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Like even, even though I don't like hundred percent of it, they're like, there's been big shit. Yeah. 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 Plenty of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, it is starting to slow down, and I feel like there has been an attendant kind of drop off in news. Naturally, but here's what I've got: um, Sony announced uh, another kind of milestone in what seems like sort of an ongoing shuffle in management. Yeah, they're dropping like flies over there. Well, what's say, going on? Say anybody's dropping exactly. What's going on in this case? Uh, Herman Holst, um, previously head of Gorilla, mm-hmm. maker of Killzone and Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, has been promoted to run uh, Worldwide Studios for Sony. Yeah. Which is essentially like their kind of umbrella term for like all of their internal development. Like first party, yeah. More or less. Um, They mentioned in this press release that it's 14 studios. Uh, And I'm going to pull up a list because I kind of want to just refresh my memory of exactly what all of those are. uh, 989. Yep. Now, what do they call them now? The, the baseball people are they, they're not are they are they anymore. are they San Diego studio yeah is that right I think so yeah San Diego studio is on this list okay uh, in North America Santa Monica studio okay Bend studio Bend that's they did Days Gone that's right Naughty Dog and they're also credited on Death Stranding a little bit oh huh. that sounds like a lot of Sony there's a lot of Sony credits on Death Stranding interesting yeah uh, Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch yeah um oh they have a San Mateo studio well that's just, I, is that the is that not the well, office. That's just the main well, office. Well, that's their that's their corporate office. Oh, okay. They do some but stuff. But I believe there. I believe they recently have started doing okay. development out of there. All right. Cool. I think it's recent enough. Well, this is described as the core collaborators. So yeah, maybe it's just yeah, maybe the centralized yeah. development resources around everything else they do. Let's see. Uh, I think their page is broken. The buttons for Europe and Japan do not work. What right. the hell's going on over there? Great. So that's all I've got for you. Great, great, great. Um, obviously, they've got Gorilla. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Media Molecule. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, like Japan, I think, is the one that is like the most just kind of mysterious Japan to studio. me because Japan yeah. Studio is just the uh, only name. Blanket. Kind of the only name um, that I know that they have over there. Yeah. Uh, although they obviously do a lot of development in Japan. Anyway. Um, yeah, Herman Holst, who's been running Gorilla for some time, has moved up to yeah. run, run that whole effort. Right. Uh, and Shuhei, Shuhei Yoshida, who, was he still in that role? Yeah, he, he was. was. Okay, yeah. I thought that he had transitioned out of that role already. No, I'm pretty sure he was still. Because I thought Sean Layden had had some direct involvement with Worldwide Studios in addition, in <laughs> well, addition to running US. They mm-hmm. shuffled, they, the, the, I think the, the organizational change they made very exciting, uh, yeah. is that instead of having individual heads of territories, so when Jack Tretton had that position and then the, the first days of Sean Layden having that position. Right, and like Jim Ryan was the... Yeah, Jim Ryan ran Europe. Counterpart in Europe. Yeah, and, and uh, Tretton and then Layden ran North America. Right. Uh, and so on. The change they made, though, I think is they, at some point, they just said, Jim Ryan's the guy... And so a guy like Layden reported in that way. And so the the need for someone to quote unquote run North America, I think really changed. Um, 
and that that job probably changed quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and, and, then, and then Sean Layden just in the last what couple months? Yeah, not that exited, not that long ago. Exited the company. Uh huh. Um, and now you have Herman Holst running Worldwide Studios, which is a decision I assume Jim Ryan would make. Yeah, it very uh, much seems like a hey, let's try to hey, let's centralize, let's consolidate power in Europe, leadership out of Europe yeah. <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah. Um, uh, that's yeah. Yoshida or a shoe to his fans. Sure. Um, it's, it's, this press release is interesting because they say he's stepping into a new role where he's going to be kind of overseeing and cultivating indie talent. Right. But they don't have a name for what that new initiative is. And also department or whatever. Like there's not a lot of info on the shoe crew. I love it. Okay. Great. We're going to go with that. Uh, Yeah. So they've been doing that. Sony used to be known quite a bit for working with indie developers. Yeah, they totally. put them on E3 stages yeah. and all sorts of stuff. I they, mean, to be fair, they've kind of fallen away from promoting it as much. They right? don't, yeah, they don't promote it as much, but it's not like no indie games are coming to that platform yeah. and they don't have people behind the scenes working on that sort of stuff. So I don't like, what is that job? What is that? What does he actually do? Like the, the press release is so ambiguous. Yeah about what that means for him that it almost when you buy a new house you might say shut the front door winning no seriously shut the front door we own this house now but you actually need to say like a good neighbor state farm is there that's right the local state farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need welcome to my crib (laughs) no one says that anymore but i don't care so just remember like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Sounds like a fake job. A new company initiative um, focused on celebrating external developers that are creating new and unexpected experiences for the gaming community. What? That's the description. But yeah. They, again, like, they don't they don't give like a name to this title or a department that maybe. Yeah, like is, is he building a team? With is this? he taking the people that already work with indie developers internally at Sony, and, yeah. and now they report to? Yeah. Like he just he's also not quoted in this press release, so I don't. It's uh-huh. hard to say yeah. uh, what exactly this means. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's, just, it's all weirdly ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, about that end of things, and this uh, this may all come off as just a bunch of like dry corporate bureaucracy type sure. stuff. Yeah. But like you know, we're twelve months away from a new PlayStation. And you got like, a lot of people like, getting out of there. I feel like it. Yeah, I feel like it's it's definitely relevant to see the management changing this much. Yeah. You know, this close to a new platform launch. Right. Because uh, like you uh, could take that to, you know, obviously like there's a certain, you know, and whatever people can change jobs at any time. But there's there's a certain aspect of like, hey, you know, do I want am, am I I went through the PS4. I, I made my mark on gaming and maybe I want to go on to bigger and better things or I'm going to parlay that into a different position elsewhere. Like that sort of stuff happens. But also that idea of like, do I want to sign up for this again? Do yeah. I want to do another five years of this? Sure. Uh, whether or not what this is has changed or not. You know, they're going to have some people that do that, 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 that do they have to do that calculation. And then I think you've got some people that, that might look at the structure of the place and go, I don't think I want to work in this environment or, or this, this is no longer the, you know, like, like some, something has changed and and I'm not okay with it or, or whatever, you know, different people leave for different reasons. It's, we can only really speculate. Um, but yeah, 
a lot of uh, moving and shaking. Sure, going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and again, I I just think it's extra interesting in light of you know they've got a console a, coming a out. New like hardware platform yeah. is barreling down on us. But also, like that stuff's probably pretty well enhanced. Like you almost oh, yeah, you yeah. almost wonder, yeah. like you know, you you hear a lot that Nintendo of America doesn't really call shots, right? That they're primarily like a sales and marketing organization. They localize, obviously, mm-hmm. you right. know, and, and they do like third party publishing, indie publishing, like all that's There's a lot of stuff. That happens in the U.S. office, yeah, but the fundamental but, big picture business right. decisions are being made. Like no one in the U.S. is going like, I think Mario should be, you know, like like no one, no one's doing that, and that's the story you hear anyway. Is that all those shots just come down from Japan and they're just like, here's what we're doing, sell it, uh, and you wonder if Sony is becoming more like that. Hmm. Like they they've definitely like globalized a lot of their efforts. Um. And, and are duplicating some of that stuff a little bit less than, than they used to, you know, you, instead of just like, okay, here's our European PR team. And, and a lot of companies did this, like Capcom did this, Sega has done this. Like we talked to, it used to be like everyone was regional, mm-hmm. you know, but we like when we want to talk to Sega about PC games, it's the European team. Right. When we want to talk to them about Japanese stuff, it's, I think it's like what was the Atlas US team in some cases because a lot of the they have different style of press releases on their emails right. yeah. and the Sega US the 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 Sega that you think of as Japanese Sega those press releases look like the old Atlas press releases right. yeah you're whereas right. the stuff sure. about Total War and all that other stuff looks completely different yep like different looking emails all that different stuff uh, and so like a lot of companies have gone through that process of like. Maybe we don't need a zillion different regional ter- like like people. Uh, maybe we can consolidate some of this stuff. So you, yeah, I, like I 15, wonder if like, like Sony seems to be doing maybe something so. like that. Yeah, like, like, f- like 15 years ago, you know, we were over here working in this market and like hearing about something in say the European market or like the European right. yeah. Sony PR felt like a different world. Like you had no insight into exactly how other regions were run. Yeah. You're just and, like, and, I hear Charlotte Panthers over there doing something crazy. Right. Uh, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. yeah. But but like if they were if they were running something, then the people you worked with here didn't necessarily like have a lot of insight into it. Right? Yeah, um, I was like, oh, Europe held an event for this game. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and also, they have a totally different that's, embargo than the U.S. event. That's, that's really so what it was. Suddenly, yeah. all this European media is, and it's the internet, so it's all just getting posted online. Right. It's like they had a totally different coverage plan. And yeah, but everyone in the U.S. Them. is in the dark about it. And right. like, what the fuck? <laughs> you did what? Yeah. Like that. That was usually the conversation. Was a lot of people like saying or, or saying to us about their European team or whether they said it directly or not like what the fuck did you just do <laughs> why'd you let them in with the camera did you really show them the plasma rifle why is <laughs> yeah why is this German site showing screenshots of the plasma rifle we weren't going to reveal that that was going to be on the cover of game pro <laughs> I had the cover of game pro lined up for this rifle uh, <sighs> all that bullshit yeah. doesn't happen anymore and it's all on the internet so yeah you could argue that the need for regional teams is significantly lessened sure. uh, or, or, or regional teams that are calling shots. Right. I mean, like you probably have a global strategy about how information about your game gets out there now. And you probably have people on the ground at different territories to run like an event or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wonder if just that's, if that's the strategy or that's the, some of the, some of the changes in Sony about how they handle their business or just like kind of things that are along those lines. Mm hmm. But, you know, you have situations like that where that's going to happen. People are going to be like, well, wait, my job is to do that here. Okay, I'm leaving. You know, like you're going to have shit like that. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's mostly just interesting to me because like look at the last like two, three generations, right? Like dominance 
nothing is inevitable. Nothing is right. fated. Like dominance has basically changed hands back and forth. Yep. For the last, you know. Yeah, yeah. Two, three consoles. Yeah, the the PS3 was not the dominant. You know, in, in the end, the PS3 sales were fine great you yeah. know they like they yeah but, but you know but, if you look they, at the, but they lagged for a while they lagged for a while like uh, it gave it gave microsoft that in right like microsoft wedged their foot in the door and then like kicked it open totally uh, at the beginning of that generation yeah after the ps2 if was the ps3 had been as dominant as the ps2 was out of the gate you wouldn't have an you might not have an xbox one yeah uh yes but then look at what happened with that right so yeah you, like, yes yes you had yes no one holds on to it forever. Right. So like regardless of what's going on right now in terms of install base and stuff like the, for good or ill, mm-hmm. a new console is just like wiping the slate clean. <laughs> yeah. All in of, in all a lot of, that, of ways. All that capital and goodwill you've built up can just go away. And the, the new console stuff like, you know, oftentimes that stuff is like a small team working on that stuff and then coming down from the mountain with it and being like, here's right. what we made. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's yeah. where it gets interesting to me and, you know, a year out having all these management shuffles happening is that like a lot of business decisions still have to get made, right? Right. Around, but around a lot of like, how are we going to sell games on a platform that can run old games? Like to those games, right? Is the idea of a PlayStation four and a PlayStation five version of a game even relevant at this point? How are we going to, are we going to make people buy the same game twice? You know, exactly. You know, yeah. There's a bunch of like policy decisions. Mm-hmm. How much do we charge for people to stream stuff? Yeah. But by and large, like the specs of that console are. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying yeah. to distinguish from like the box. Right. Yeah. Is, is all kind of set in stone more or less at this point. Right. So the, the, like, the services how, end of yeah, it. How or, do you, the, how do you, how do you require people to buy and. Yeah. Further pay into this platform. Like that's the stuff that still needs to get decided probably. Right. I would guess. Yeah. I, I would, I would think at this stage both a Sony and a Microsoft would have real good ideas about oh, yeah. how they want it to go. Yeah. And maybe they're working through like, is this actually feasible? You know, cause like, think about it. They, that's a conversation that has to involve third parties, uh, and third parties of, you know, like a, many of them have been disclosed on the new machines already. That's happening, uh, or happened, I guess. Um, but you have to wonder like, does that become a part of that conversation? Does someone have to like go out to, Capcom and be like, hey, we just want Monster Hunter World to work on a PlayStation 5. Are you cool with that? And then does Capcom have to sign off on it? Like, it depends on how, you know, does it just run the same code or does there is work have to be done? Like, all the work backwards compatibility stuff on the Xbox One sounded like it was all business arrangements and third parties had to pick and choose what they would do. And so the catalog was never what you would want it to be because it became a victim of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some games never come back because they have to go back and do the rights and, and that's not worth it for them to do. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I, that is, I'm incredibly fucking fascinated to see where this business goes from here because yep. there's so much wild shit that is just like, you know, a yearish away from kicking off, you know, it's whatever it's, you know, it's going to be kicking off across that, that year in different forms. I'm pretty sure I want to say the PS4 announcement was in like a February or something like that. Yeah. Is that? I'm yeah, that sounds right. I, can, I remember going to New York pretty early uh, in the year. Yeah. February 20th, 2013. Yeah. So yeah, we could be like three months away from like a, a full, a full, a, a some, full reveal. Three, four months, some kind of formal. I mean, they, they've said the name and the date are, yeah, are yeah. the general 
release window already, so that stuff's already out there. But like, you know, announce announce a game. Yeah, you know, do, go go there. Right? I can't remember like, what are they? Are they going to show a box? Are they going to? Yeah, you, know, you went they? to that thing. I did. Yeah, they did not show a box at that thing, did they? I don't think they did. Didn't they I save that for E three? Three. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. This is when we had Adam on with the the case right. of that thing. That's right. Like right after they had shown it. It's nothing like super heavy. It was hollow. Was it? It, was, it, was it had like a light. It had like light built into it to oh. light up like it was real. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think he brought a controller too, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Huh. And then we drove home from LA with that thing in the car. <laughs> when you buy a new house, you might say, shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Contraband. Yeah, pretty, like, uh, kind of. Yeah. Someone was not stoked about him having that thing. <laughs> Uh, next year is going to be wild. Uh, yeah, potentially. Um, whatever, you know, like the streaming shit too. Like, is that going to have any re- real impact or when will that have a real impact on games? Right. It's probably not next week. Oh, um, no, we'll get but, to, well, actually we just talk about that now. All right. If you want. Sure. Um, the, the full Google Stadia launch, like release list lineup. Full is not the word I'd use. Category mm-hmm. library is out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is like their, is this their day one lineup for next week? Is that yes. what it is? Okay. Yes. They've announced the full list of 12 games that will be available on November 19th when the whole thing launches. Here it is. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is what they tested with. Yeah. Was that last year? Last fall? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, Destiny 2, the collection, which I assume is just all of Destiny 2. Yeah, and that's something where if you because everyone getting in this at, at this stage will gets that game right because yeah. they will be Stadia oh, Pro members right. and Stadia Pro members get Destiny the Collection, which is as I understand it, it's Destiny plus Shadowkeep and it's the it's the stuff. Yeah, uh, something called Guilt G Y L T. That's like the one exclusive game I was they say, have. It looks like that's launch. Oh, that's the Tequila Works yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, set in a creepy and melancholic world. That's pretty good. Um, Just Dance 2020. Okay, uh, that's, a, that's a rhythm game. It will yes, have it will have yeah, timing windows. Yeah, Kine, just a kind of recent puzzle mm-hmm. puzzle game. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, oh. uh, Samurai Showdown, 
Thumper. Okay. And two fighting games, two rhythm games. And count them three Tomb Raider games. Good lord. Tomb Raider. Or let me count. Okay. Tomb Raider two. <laughs> uh, Tomb Raider cart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tomb Raider the uh, oh, sorry, Angel of Darkness. One. Angel of Darkness. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yep. Damn. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, that's three. Nailed it. Uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and The Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Wow, so really just one game that we're <laughs> looking at here that we haven't played Yeah, yet. yeah, right. It's a, it's exactly. A, it's yeah. a saga. Um, uh, I'm talking about guilt or guilty. Or, oh, well, you're yeah. talking about new games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. In terms of new yes. games, yeah. that, is, guilt that is the Guilt one. is the single unreleased game right. that was right. part of the launch. Um, they put out, there's another list that... Uh, they have another, yeah. There's another list it's of like a, games that'll that'll still come out in 2019. Yeah, by right? by the end of the year, it's got Borderlands three on it, Darksiders Genesis, Final Fantasy 15, Grid, Metro Exodus, Rage two, Trials Rising, Wolfenstein Youngblood, stuff like that. I really would be curious to know why. In what reason would there be for a game that already exists on other platforms to not just be there? Hmm. Like that's something I, yeah. I'd like to know what work they need to do to a game. If, if that's what it is, or if this is purely business related, I, I, probably, I mean, you have to port the game to um, whatever their custom server. Like that's the thing. Do you like, I, you know, yeah, I mean, I think like, that like, thing is Linux. Based, right? Yeah. There's, there's I'm, I'm, exactly well, easy. That's true. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, so there's some work around the edges of in terms of like, okay, this game came out on Steam, so we need to rip out Steamworks and put in StadiaWorks. Well, I mean, whatever, it, it could whatever. be a lot more low level. But that, that's the like thing is I want to know, yeah. like, like, is there a lot of low level work that has to be done because, you know, like a lot of their talk, you know, when we were talking doom back at E3 was like, Hey, it was really easy for us to get this up and running. Uh, I would bet that's because that game already had a Vulcan renderer. Yeah. Whereas some of these games might like, certainly of, don't. A lot of these games were just built on DirectX, Right. Uh, so ported more I, thoroughly. I wonder if that's the work. Yeah. Um, that's just a guess, but because isn't, PS4 like, is Vulcan based, isn't it? Like kind the, the of, renders, like like they've got their own custom yeah. graphics libraries that I think are also OpenGL based. Yeah. Um, but like Red Dead just came out last week and has a Vulcan renderer in it, so like that's on this list. And yeah, that's a, that's a current game. Okay, uh, there, I'm sure there's more to it than that. Yeah, that's uh, I would. I, I'm not saying there's not. I'm just saying I would like to know like what is the more to it than that, um, and why it didn't get done sooner. I guess. In some cases, but I wonder if Borderlands Three specifically, maybe that's a case of like, hey, they're on Epic for X amount of days, and and maybe they can't be there day and date. Also, just a bunch of business deals, like right. Knows, that's what I'm saying. Knows, like, is, is there just a bunch of weird business around? How many? How much resources Google's working with on that stuff? Yeah. Uh, anyway, they're gonna save some bangers for later, man. Because like, there's a lot more games they, you know, well, there are more games that they showed back when they first started talking about a list of games. Um, that you know aren't even necessarily accounted for in this 2019 list i don't think like breakpoint was the one game where they showed and said like hey there's going to be oh, right. like a stadia exclusive version of this that you can see your co-op players doing co-op stuff mm-hmm. like is this just a video feed of their gameplay showing right. on your screen right which it's an interesting idea yeah, that's I, cool. I, i'm you know it's like i'm curious to see if that matters like now we know now that breakpoint is not a great game so that's kind of you know, makes that a little less interesting, but I'd still be curious to see what that implementation looks like. And if it's something that differentiates it enough to where you're like, okay, I would like to see a good game do something like this. Or if you just look at it and go like, yep, I can sure spectate their feed while I play this game. It doesn't matter in this game that nobody seems to really like much. Right. Yeah. 
And you're still buying these individual yes, titles, these, right? Yeah, they said pricing with any of this stuff uh, because that's the kind of the. Because I keep thinking like, oh, you you buy into Stadia, pay the subscription, you know, but it's it not. That is, you get nice. you get Destiny, and that's it. Wow, uh, yeah. not even guilt. No. That, what the, about the, one of the three Tomb Raiders? No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that that was the thing they said early on is that like, hey, anyone that signs up for Stadia Pro will get Destiny. Yeah. And there'll be more free games to come, blah, blah, blah. You know, sure, like kinda, maybe like a monthly or every other yeah, month. Yeah, who thing. knows? But wow. uh, they're selling games. So, yeah, so that's kind of the catch. It's you, it, you can't import your Steam library. You can't take, you know, hey, I've already bought these games elsewhere. Right. And bring it into Stadia. Right. And also, like, these games are not cross-play. So, like... I was going to ask, so, like, with Destiny, can you transfer your they've got character? All the, they've got all the character linking stuff. Okay. They've had that stuff up for or, or listed for some time. Sure. So, you, you can bring your sure. Destiny character into the Stadia version of Destiny. Yeah. From the looks of things. But, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be you playing with Steam players. Right. I think they said it's you're going to be playing with other Stadia players. So the same thing with the, those fighting games then, right? You'd be put into a pool with Presumably, other Stadia yeah. players? Yeah, I would assume that that's exactly how that would work. Weird. Stadia on Stadia violence. Great. Um, which then relies a lot on Stadia, you know, right. taking off or, or, you know, being successful enough to where you can find people playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's, 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 that stuff's interesting and i i'm really curious to see how it all goes once that thing launches yeah especially because you're not downloading anything i feel people may be put off by paying full price to yeah when it, they're not even well that's what i don't want to know yeah. like, is, is, if they're going to come out and say like hey all three of these tomb raider games are 60 bucks a pop like pfft. yeah it doesn't look like they've announced specific pricing for games okay. uh this verge story i'm looking at says Google tells us you should expect to buy, not rent, cloud games for the same retail prices you'd find on other platforms like PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. I'd rather rent. God. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you no, can draw no, some conclusions I, from I that. So, okay. If they're going to say, here's Mortal Kombat 11 for $60 and you play it through a video stream, the conversation becomes, is that more convenient for me than owning a device that can play that game natively? Let me see what it costs on Steam um, right now. Well, you know, it, it costs like like let's start from zero here because it is still it, sixty. Bucks. It costs you buying a PlayStation Four. Oh, I know, I know. I'm Xbox. just saying. I'm just trying to figure out what they're likely to price right. that game. Yeah, at. yeah. It, Presumably that'd be sixty bucks, it's, and it's and still, then like you know, do they include a season pass? Do, you know, then you got to buy DLC. Right. There's something real broken, and and maybe it shouldn't be this way, and maybe someday if these services take off, it won't feel this way. Mm-hmm. But right in here, right now. The idea of buying DLC for a game that I can only play in a video feed via the cloud right. seems broken and bad. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't sound like something I want to do. Yeah. Uh, and But again, like, if the, if the consumer that they're targeting, and Microsoft would have this differently, right? Because there's already people buying Xbox games, and, and their thing seems presumably vastly different than this in mm-hmm. terms of, like, that that bit presumably then the typical google stadia player would be someone who isn't playing games anywhere else Mm -hmm. and they're like okay well yeah if i can use my pixel to play mortal kombat 11 now of course i'm gonna do that are there enough of those people nope yeah i don't don't think so i don't like it's 
Paying full price, definitely. Because like I'm yeah. trying to like jump through like the do the mental math or jump through the the hoops yeah. here of like who is that person? How many of them exist? Yeah. And it's always the thing of like, oh man, if we could get everyone who owns a phone or a television or whatever to be able to play these games, that'd be huge. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense to me. But like the the here and now, 2019, sure, sign up for this service and then pay sixty dollars for a game that they might just snatch away from you at a moment's notice. Right. Because then at that point, I could kind of see someone wanting to get through the story of the new Mortal Kombat game of like, oh, like I can't, I don't have anything to experience the story. But then at that point, you could just watch the story on like YouTube at that point. Um, Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, whatever. I love lewds, so I like to play my stories. Yeah. Um, You like free agency. Exactly. Yeah. Either way, no, even I, if it's an illusion, the illusion of free agency is still better than pushing play on a thing and sitting back. I don't see this gaining any kind of real traction until there's a Game Pass style thing. Yeah, exactly. Some, some kind exactly. Of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. I yeah. Let, me, let me jump in here real quick? Can you tell me what this ten dollar a month premium service is? It's uh, higher quality video streaming. Okay, uh, I think you only get the four K HDR if <sighs> you're a pro. Well, also, like I think they're only letting people that sign up for pro play this year. Like the if you if you bought the premier edition or founders edition or whatever the hardware the only way to get in right now this year will be to buy the package they're selling yeah you well won't just be able to go to a browser right, and say sign right. me up that thing that's com- next year okay that thing comes with three months of the yeah, premium exactly the premium service yes and, and then that's clear like, what you're getting from that exactly I think it's higher quality yeah one of the things on their list was choose your name early yeah oh yeah um, <laughs> but uh, yeah the the pro. The the pro stuff is supposed to come with some games, um, which is de- right now it's Destiny. Yep, higher quality. I just landed on store.google.com and there's a gigantic full full page Destiny animation that okay that spawns when you go to the Stadia. Yeah, but like the, to, the Stadia f- base versus Stadia Pro stuff is they they did kind of enumerate what that stuff looked. Yeah, I'm like. trying to I'm trying to find an actual breakdown of what specifically you get for this ten dollars a month. But it's not games, just to be clear. Like, you're not getting any games to play for $10 a Destiny. month, right? Oh, okay. Being part of that service yeah, will being let part you of the service play Destiny. Is like, Destiny 2 is, okay. is part of the... Like, you, I, I think you can buy Destiny separately I see. on that service, you know, for that theoretical time when they're letting people just get on the service and play. Oh, you um, only get stereo surround with the free Stadia base. To get 5.1, you have to... Okay, be yeah. On so the, it's, it's audio video quality stuff. The pro plan. Yeah. Um, which I think makes sense. Like, you know, like that, if, if that becomes something that's like, okay, you're not paying a monthly fee for it at all. And you're just buying a game because you want to play it on your phone or your smart TV or something like that. Like I could see that maybe happening, but yeah, again, it becomes like how many, how many people is that, uh, that, that want that are, that fit in that bucket. And, you know, I'm sure like someone would tell you, well, it's millions because it's anyone who owns a phone or a television. And you're like, okay, yes. Sure. But really, though, <laughs> realistically, near term, like, is that is that how it happens? Like, sure, someday. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Of course. Like, everyone should be able to play games anywhere. It'd be great to get to a point where we don't need to, like, put hardware under our televisions. And, yeah, if we could just get to some far-flung future where it's just like, I can snap my fucking fingers and make a game appear anywhere I damn well, well please. Why not, man? Again, I love lewds. Put them everywhere. So I hear. Uh, but 
when I think about like in terms, especially in terms of like them going like, you got to get your name early and what's up game. Like, like their whole pitch seems focused on, and maybe it's because we're the ones hearing their pitch and you know, we've been, we're deep in this game. Uh, it's not for us. Probably, you know, it's like, I know it's literally own every single one of the games they'll be selling on day one. And in some cases have for years, actually, that's not true. I don't own just dance 2020. (laughs) And I don't own guilt because that's guess what? So Stadia is here. Finally. Now you can play Just Dance. And I can play it anywhere. Um, real quick, just for the sake of completeness, uh, for this, so uh, the $10 a month thing, there's, they're calling Pro, yeah. Stadia Pro. I thought it was premium, but uh, it looks like they're going the kind of PlayStation Plus route because it actually said, like on the kind of bullet point list, one of the things it says is additional free games released regularly. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know how many that is or how regular it didn't but, seem but like it, they knew yeah, like they, like yeah. that that was that that detail yeah. when when people dug into it back when they first started announcing this stuff it it sounded just really ambiguous yeah so you will get some games yeah. for that membership and then they're also going to give you discounts on game purchases like okay. you, like you get with a, a plus for example okay so that's kind of the full offering yeah if those is, discounts are like pretty substantial and you mm-hmm. know like maybe you start to see a path there yeah I just it's just the whole thing seems so murky yeah. Like this was just uh, just more and more. This just feels like sort of a kind of paid test launch. Yeah, kind of. It, it feels murky in, in the way, in the sense that just like someone's got to start it somewhere. Yeah, might as well start now, I guess. But this service isn't real until next year, mm-hmm. uh, and even then, we'll see. I guess. Yeah. But like I said, you know, the next twelve months of video games are going to be fucking wild. Yeah. So uh, I just had a thought since oh, we're talking man. about. <laughs> All right. Since we're talking about. Uh, new platforms that aren't fully defined yet mm-hmm. anyway so microsoft's got x cloud right mm-hmm. it seems like the right thing for them to do is to make that a value add on what they already offer right meaning like let's find a way to unify the game purchase so you buy it once and mm-hmm. then you can play it at home off of your home xbox right or on any windows laptop you've mm-hmm. got yeah or you can stream it from our thing yeah because you own this game we know you own this game we're just going to like give you that convenience option of if you're off in a hotel somewhere with a phone you can stream this same game to your phone exactly that lines up that's their, that's the their usual mo yeah. they yeah. haven't they haven't necessarily said that that's the plan but right. like i'm just guessing that, i'm just you speculating you assume that has to be the plan especially looking at the way that we and everybody else is reacting to the idea of paying full price to google for games that you can only stream yeah, right it seems like the only way people are really going to accept this is if they also have kind of a local fallback right yeah now. and also if you think about the stuff they've talked about with xcloud the two versions of it being like the paid kind of server hosted thing but then also like oh well you can just use your own xbox right as a streaming server, which I assume is not going to be right. as and, good. It depends on your upstream. But and, and if you listen to just like what Phil Spencer told us at E3, yeah. like it sounds like they want to do right by the customer and not make people feel like they have to buy multiple versions of the same game. One would assume. Stream it yeah. or play it at home or whatever. Right. All right. All of that taken as a given. Do you think this that is a way for them to backdoor their way back into the thing they wanted to do with the Xbox One, which is making every physical game purchase a unique digital mm. license? Yes. Because that's the way that you verify ownership and let people stream the game, right? Yeah. Yes. Like, does that does that let them get right back to where they wanted Gosh, to be? I guess so. One huh? generation ago, like, where it's well, like, you know, yeah, because you can't you can't just have a disc and have somebody put the disc in for five or, seconds or and then like, say they own the game. Or you know, you end up in a situation, and, and I guess you end up this way already, right? Because um, if you buy Gears of War five on a disc, you can't play it on PC, right? Right. Right. So they've already created a situation where the physical versions of the games are like less. Uh, effective than yeah. the digital versions 
I mean, there, there's still there's still room to differentiate there because I mean, the plan originally back then was you couldn't even run the game off the disc, right? Yes, if yeah, you didn't, if you the, didn't yeah. own it on your account, the disc was worthless, right? Like maybe in this scenario, like it was the code, like Divix, right? Like get the disc, throw the fucking <laughs> disc away, I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, maybe like maybe in this scenario, the unique code in the box is just for the streaming license and you can still give the disc to somebody else and they can play it. I don't know if like, there are ways. Yeah, there, there are ways not to authenticate as, that, are, yeah. that are different. You know, maybe, maybe it's not as overbearing as it was, but it seems like a way to get back to that kind of one copy, one digital license sort of well, that frame, was always, framework. That was always the feeling. Like that's is that's that where that everybody's been trying to get to for the last eight years. Digital right? purchases are way up. Um, yeah, maybe we've just gotten you to know, that point. GameStop is not, you know, doing amazing. Yeah. You know, like that was something that Microsoft just was early with it. And it was something that was going to kind of, I think Sony just kind of was content to sit back and let it happen on its own. Yeah. And that's the thing that everyone, I think, came to, like whether they meant to or not, came to some kind of consensus on over the course of this generation was like all of EA's online pass $10 shit. There's all these different attempts to try to do that when all they really needed to do was just sit back and let it happen. And just say like, oh, well, actually, the convenience of digital purchasing uh, is going to eventually result in this happening anyway. Yeah. Um, another, I think another key component of that was the sales caught up online. Like, right. like Sony in particular has been very good about doing some crazy deep sales mm-hmm. on like some pretty big games. Like you yeah. can, if you're willing to be patient, mm-hmm. right? Like you can get most big games for ten to twenty dollars totally. if you. If you Keep your eyes open. Yeah. yeah. With exceptions. I mean, like, yeah. you know, Call of Duty really yeah, goes on the, sale. There's the Activisions you know. and Nintendos. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course. But like, but, but I guess the point is like, you're not losing that much these days now, uh, buying digitally. When you buy a new house, you might say, shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Unless you've got internet speed issues or caps right. and stuff like yeah, that. It's not yeah. perfect. It's, yeah. They're, they're, like and, the, and also the ability to share a game with a friend. Yeah. Uh, like, like the... Like those sorts of things that they're very a lot easier to do with a disc yeah. and, and that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, there, there's something is lost in that in that shuffle, but the convenience gained. I, I think consumers have voted and said we take the convenience of digital over physical discs. Yeah, and it feels like it hasn't been that long because I feel like for the first two three years of these consoles, you still at least two three years you still kept hearing like ah physical sales are still the bulk of the sales. Right. Yeah, like digital is more meaningful, but it's not. It didn't happen overnight, yeah, but then right. all of a sudden, just in the last two, three years, it was like, it just oh, wait, like this is, this is where it's happening. Now it's here, finally. Yeah, well, you know, like, if you think about it, like, game-specific retail isn't doing gangbusters, like, mm-hmm. and as a result, like, there, you haven't seen the big, splashy midnight launch stuff the same way you used to yeah. back in the 360 days, and I kind of miss some of that stuff. The pomp yeah, of kinda. it all uh, sure. was ridiculous. You know, fucking here's Ozzy Osbourne on the fucking top right. of the theater because Madden's coming out. Just like stupid shit. Just everybody's just stupid shit. Everybody is just a prepper out there. Yeah. Keeping to themselves. Exactly. Now. We got to get them all back on the network. We've got to figure out a way to unite these people That's and right. get them in some kind of same physical space. I'm tired of talking to all these holograms. You're Sam GameStop Strand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's probably enough about emerging platforms for one week. Um, yeah, it's not going to be long. Yeah, but yeah, so. you're like you're you're right. Like you know, there there will be discs next generation, but 
will they yeah what does the license look like around right. those i always felt that you could do like hey here's a disc and a serial number in the box and um all the disc will do is install the game if someone else gets their hands on it but they'll still have to buy a serial number yeah. to to authenticate or, or something like yeah, that Yeah, that was basically the microsoft plan to begin with because like all the discs do this generation is install the game yeah and then act as a I was, key when I was, they're in the drive I was like thinking nothing about runs that. off the disc was, not only that but like so many games launch with missing features and like right or even if the features are there, like there might be bad performance or mm-hmm. like there's a, almost always some update by launch day that you need to install to get like kind of quote unquote the shipping game experience. Right. So like what good is a disc on, on some level at this and, point? And especially as more and more games go online, you could make an argument. Like I wonder if, I wonder how many cases of like a game becoming a live game or a game requiring to be online for server checks and that sort of stuff. How many of those were legit 100% the game design demands that we do this this type of game could not be done otherwise versus hey um you know for business reasons this actually works out really well um to require this online server check because (laughs) we're trying to sell microtransactions we're trying to get everybody in the shared world or just hey like this disc is useless because this server might have gotten shut down and you know like like that sort of thing remember the backlash to the diablo 3 always online stuff right and like that's every game now yeah uh, yeah. nobody, nobody bats an eye anymore yeah. like that just kind of happened yeah and you know i i think that's i think technology and design are going to move forward and i think that there have been experiences over the course of this generation that i appreciate enough to warrant like yes you know put me on the internet all the time i'm on there anyway so it's convenient for me it doesn't it doesn't make a difference for me some people certainly does but like there have been plenty of games that have been like oh you know like i have loved playing this, you know, like, like destiny or something like that. The always online nature of it. And, you know, plenty of PC games over the course of the years, you know, the, the, that made that feel worthwhile. It didn't feel like a, Oh man, I can't believe that they are forcing me to do this. It was more like, Oh no, this is, I, this is how this game is played. It wouldn't make sense right. uh, for it to not be on the internet. It would be, it would be pointless or I could, you know, oh, I guess I could play this initial campaign, but like, you know, I'm, that's just not how it is anymore. So yeah, the, the live game stuff, I get, you know, some people fucking hate it and think that it's ruining games and all this other stuff. I think it's ruining or, or, you know, it's, it's making the old way of doing games obsolete and some people are not going to be down with that, but this shit is always going to move forward, whether it's a business decision or design or some marriage of the two, like that's just how it goes. It's how it's always gone. Yeah. I mean, I think the places it gets the ugliest is with something like a Dragon Age 4, right? Where, yeah. like, this is a, like, fairly long-running offline single-player RPG that you hear is now being mandated to support some kind of ongoing... Well, is that a mandate or is, or is that a, you know, hey, this is the game we want to make? Yeah. Well, I you, think different people yeah. would have different stories based sure. on, you know, like, you know, the accounts were not necessarily that EA went to Bioware and demanded Anthem. Yeah. It's that Bioware came up with Anthem yeah. and wanted to make that type of game. Sure. Look where it got them, you know, but hey, but also, but there's nothing inherently wrong with, hey, we've got this game that connects to the internet. Uh, I think the way it's implemented in Anthem is poor. Yeah. Like, here's this social space that you never see another human player. Sure. Like, that's, this. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Anthem anymore. No. And hopefully uh, neither does anyone at Bioware <laughs> who is working on Dragon Age. Yeah. You know, you you would then presume, because they said Dragon Age was what? 
2021. 22 or something like yeah. that. Fiscal year. Yeah. 2022 or something like that. Who knows what we'll be even thinking about by then. Yeah. That's crazy. But that Wait. that's long enough that like the idea of Dragon Age being kind of a quick flip of uh, Anthem structure and Anthem concepts um, set in a different setting. Yeah. Like I don't think I maybe it's, it's probably not that anymore. And that's why it's so far out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think there is a different, there is a separate conversation that could be had about the, let's say, behavioral patterns that are encouraged by even what are considered to be good live service games. As somebody who plays a lot of Destiny, you're right. Like, it's, but like that's, but that that is a different conversation entirely. I mean, that's that's the world of Warcraft. It's, yeah. Someone mm, was it? Did did Vice run this story about World of Warcraft Classic and a lot of the stories around it of players being afraid of it? Yeah. Uh, like oh right, Ultra yes. David. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think Patrick wrote that story, if I remember right. Uh, I could like, be wrong. Like thinking back to what their life was like when right. WoW was yes. the first and, time, and the yeah, you know, <laughs> knowing what might befall them if they get back into it exactly yeah. yeah like like the that's been games for a very long time it's yeah. just now it's all games uh and that's the the kind of the sad part i guess right i don't know it used to be a lot easier just to play a ton of different games and now so many of them are like it's so right? demanding of your yeah time exactly then, yeah. like oh you better come back and do your dailies you better come yeah. back and do this and all oh, your friends are here and this the, your friends are everywhere it's like, this, no. this event's only one week long if you want to yeah. get the cool thing you better do it now and you know even even games like borderlands that you know announced as like oh this is a four-player game no we're not making a live service game it's like no well you still have seasonal events like you're still doing things to try to have a longer tail on the time people play your game and of course they do. They should. In a lot of cases, those are enriching mm. the games and making them better. But everyone's doing it, and there's only so many hours in the day, and it's fucking weird now. All right. You know, like coming back to Destiny for Shadowkeep and seeing that it had a fucking battle pass. Yeah. It's just fucking weird. Kind of. Kind of. And I don't think it's bad. I, I don't think the way they implement it is necessarily bad. It's just in the context of now there's nine different games that I'm sort of into to all the way into yeah. that have something resembling a battle pass. That, that is the and actual What problem. the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Not like, pl- I'm not leveling up the, you know, and, and just, you got to pick like one yeah, or, 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 dr- or drive yourself insane <laughs> or just walk away from that shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. they're there. It's I'm fine dipping back into a game like destiny when there's, like a significant chunk of new content to see and then being like, cool, I'm done. And I think that's the thing that I was maybe bad at earlier in this generation. It was like, Oh, I got to stay on top of all this shit. And it was just terrible. Uh, it's just a bad time. But now that every game is doing it, eventually something's got to give. And for me, it was just like, all right, I just, I just don't care. I don't care about the long tail of your live game anymore, unless I happen to be into that game. When they come back, right. you know, we get press releases every day for like, oh, the new update for this game's coming along. And I'm just like, I don't even know what the fuck game that is anymore. Yeah. That's a game's a year and a half old. I didn't play it then. I'm like, hey, man, here's what's up with Smite. I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> 18 different Halloween events. I barely. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's got their seasonal thing happening all the same time and all. The, yeah. Yeah, man. It's. It's fucking crazy. But also there is a player base that is very much into that shit. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, yeah, I just, I don't know, like whatever I, we could talk about it forever, but I, I think a lot about the popularity of world of Warcraft and what that did for game coverage and EverQuest to a certain extent, obviously, but like the, the, 
World of Warcraft was the first time when it felt like GameSpot as a staff, even though we had a lot of people who were playing the shit out of that game, were kind of no longer equipped to cover it because so many sites had sprung up devoted to World of Warcraft that it was like, well, we can't, you know, like we obviously more people read this than read all most of those sites combined. Sure. And I don't know if that's the case anymore. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but, uh, it, it was that feeling of just like we we don't have a staff size to dedicate a person to every single game mm-hmm. that comes along like yeah. this. And you think about that was just World of Warcraft and a couple of other MMOs. Think about how it is now. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and the idea of like, okay, are you going to have someone who's like going to routinely check back in on Dota and League and yeah, right, yeah, yeah. or or you know, Breakpoint. It's, it's Warframe. Yeah, it's like hey, even, something happened for Wildlands. Yeah, Warframe. Yeah, like, it's, you know, it's, it's not even like offbeat free-to-play pc games anymore it's like every major release from every major publisher now. yeah <laughs> yeah and you know the cottage industry of we're of reporting on Fortnite, yeah and seoing your Fortnite shit to make sure that they're coming to you to figure out what the boxes or puzzle pieces whatever the fuck's <laughs> in whatever's in Fortnite this season what does it mean are you saying that thoughtbot was the harbinger of the demise of yes the old style of games coverage yes pretty much yes <laughs> yeah that's basically, yeah. Yeah. Basically. Wowhead killed it all. Yeah, Wow. <laughs> Wowhead was the final nail in the coffin. Well, didn't Wowhead become Curse? Or was that I think, different? Wow, I think Curse bought Wowhead, okay. if I remember. I remember the day or the day that I found Wowhead, at least. Yeah. And oh, it was yeah. such a, it was so much better. Yeah. Such a cleaner design. <laughs> yeah, like I, I remember like back in around that time frame, like the idea of saying another word professionally about a game after it was reviewed and out seemed right. insane. Yeah. It's yeah. like. The review's up. Like, that game's out. Why would we ever talk like, about it again? We're done with that game on we're day one. On. Yeah. And, and let, you know, and the game guide's here and yeah. finished. Yeah. Wrap it up, man. Like, you come to our site the day this game's out, you were going to get everything you will ever need to know about it. Yep. Where gamers go to know. Move on to the next game. And, yes, by the time, by, yes, by the, yeah, that was always the fun thing on the review side is, like, the week of release, people would start complaining about a review and it'd be like, Dude, I've fucking been play- yeah. I've played two games <laughs> since then. That's like, kind of I don't even give a fuck. Yeah. Like Death Stranding is like a weird that's, throwback that, yes, to that totally. in a weird way of just like now there's all this discourse. And I'm like, I, I, who cares? I'm, I'm like most of the way through another game right now. And like I can barely yeah. keep up with people kind of getting through the early parts of that game. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. How that stuff is uh, gone. Evolving. Yeah. Yep. Next year is going to be wild. Yeah. All right. I got a small handful of other headlines to get through here. Uh, Jeff Kaplan, the dude on Overwatch, the face, the director. He's like Tracer, you might say. But a person. Right. Um, The face of Overwatch. I feel like he took a little bit of flack, maybe some from us during the opening presentation Mm -hmm. about seeming very upset about their leaks. Yeah. Coming right off the heels of what people thought was a very hollow apology about the Hong Kong stuff. Yeah. Yeah. there was some people just sort of going like wow he sure does seem worked up about this thing that affects their game yeah, right and, and not this other stuff which is way more meaningful um but he uh he gave uh, an interview to the washington post uh in which he flat out where gamers go to know yes of course um he flat out said more or less that he duke nukem dies <laughs> in darkness that he uh that he uh disagreed with the blitzchung suspension hmm said that he thinks it should be further reduced or eliminated entirely. So is that how they're so, playing it now is to have like public dissension around it? To I don't like know. Is muddy that, the water? Huh, and, I hadn't even thought about it that way. That's hmm. 
I mean, it is notable because he is certainly like the highest level figure at that company who has come out yeah. and said Never anything really about it right uh, outside the company line. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would I would say Jeff Kaplan is maybe the most well known person at Blizzard at this, this point. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. It's a I name I like. can pick out. Yeah, from absolutely. About Blizzard yeah. now that now that all the founders are gone, mm-hmm. like he's probably the most like viewed employee of Blizzard if I had to guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that yeah, he he, he kind of what, what was the was there anything of substance there, or do you just say I think it's bad and um, they should eliminate it, and then like okay, well you should tell that to the people back home. Like I, yeah, this, I don't. Uh, I'm obviously a huge supporter of free speech. Uh, it's something that's very important to me. It got to me personally. I think the punishment was too harsh, and I was greatly relieved uh, when they gave his money back. I think that was extremely important. Um, I don't have. The full quote, the 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 phrase, the the, the real operative phrase is uh, reduced more or eliminated with respect to yeah. the suspension. I don't have the full quote of that in front of me. Hmm. Okay, because uh, the Washington Post paywalls a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. But anyway, like you know, he's kind of yeah, being pretty clear about you know, right. There's not a lot of like wiggle room on that, mm-hmm. so I wonder. My first thought was like, huh, I wonder how that has gone with the management and him there until, right. you, until you introduce this idea that he's actually out there doing it for them. Um, well, you know, but who knows? he's he's also saying like, oh, they gave the prize money back and that's, good. you know, that's important. That's good. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you're kind of saying they sort of fixed it, but maybe they didn't fix it quite all the way. Yeah. So you're kind of throwing a little bit of meat both directions and... I don't know. Like yeah. maybe I'm just overthinking this thing and you know, like that that's could absolutely and, and likely is his actual stance on the issue. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I certainly, yeah, do I, I don't think he's out there lying about no, it no, no, or anything no. crazy like that. I, um, it's more the idea that it may have been sanctioned by the management instead of him kind of, I would, that's going out there on his own. My guess would be, this is not him going out there on his own. Yeah. You may be right. Um, anyway, that's out there. Hmm. Uh, some more skate for skate trademark stuff going on, which is kind of not super meaningful. Yeah. EA let, uh, one application for the skate trademark lapse. Right. What uh, is going on over there? But then, it, then it came to light that they have another one pending. Like they're not actually abandoning the trademark entirely. Yeah, like yeah, people thought at first. Yeah. At first it was like, Oh, I guess that's dead. And like, nah, not yeah. quite. And they could, you know, they have history in the marketplace with a game with that title and all that other stuff. It yeah. doesn't, Letting it lapse doesn't mean someone else could make a game called Skate 4. Right. Uh, but it's a pretty slow week, so... Yeah. <laughs> Figure I'd throw that out there, just because we haven't talked about Skate 4 in a while. I wonder if they will make it. I'd, I wonder... I feel I, less sure than ever yeah, now. Yeah, well, I, I wonder, like, how closely they look at something like Skater XL and Session, and just to see, like, okay, what's the audience for these games? What's the temperature? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, take the temperature of, of skateboarding, and what's the appetite out there for it? You know, they want to... They've got this thing. They know a, a number of people want it, but how big is that number? Is it worth it for them to do yet? And or should they wait and build a little more? You know, like mm-hmm. like how? Or do they just not care? Or do they just like barely even pay attention to it? And they're like, oh, should we do? You know, and, and wait for a pitch to come along. And maybe there's some internal pitch for Skate Four that gets shot down because the numbers don't add up. Oh, or, yeah. And check it out. Here's my pitch for Skate Four. Okay. 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 Skateboards, but this week also jack o' lanterns. Love it. 
And then in like six weeks or so, uh-huh. a, Christ- a Christmas tree. Oh, what's the skate pass look like? Could we call it a holiday tree? Okay, sure. Great. Yeah, okay. okay. Terrific. I'm, yeah. I'm open to broadening the Great. Okay. audience. Um, I don't even know what a live service skateboarding game would look like, but I mean, you could absolutely. That could be kind of cool though. Yeah. Like if you've got I mean, some kind of if it's like an open social world social space going with people showing off their decks. Well, th- if you think about some of the stuff, even in in skate in previous skate games, it would you know you would have situations where you would like create a spot, yeah, and say like, hey, I want to you know here's the set of stairs that I did this sick trick oh, on. Right. Can you beat it? Yeah. Uh, and then the idea of like being able to share those more dynamically or having like create you know. EA created challenges funnel into the game on a regular basis. Like turning an open world skateboarding game into a live game would, you could do that. Yeah. That's not, that ain't a problem. Yeah. Uh, I just pulled up the session page on steam just as a random data point. Mm -hmm. It's got about 1700 user reviews. Okay. For what that's worth. How has that thing been received so far? People seem into it. Like like both those games are still kind of early. Which one is skater XL? It's another one that is a lot like it's a PC. It, yeah. Okay. I must have missed uh, that one. And are they both are they both coming to Xbox One mm. or Session? I think definitely is. They're both still early access. Yeah, they are. So, um, and they're both kind of different cuts on the same concept of like, hey, let's make a game that evokes skate, but we've got our own ideas about how the controls should work, um, but still kind of going for that like somewhat realistic. Here's a foot. There's a foot on your controller type stuff. <laughs> Um, I don't know that either of them, I, I don't know. I, I like the way skate controls and I don't know that either of these games is necessarily like they've, they've got their own take on this, the concept. And I don't know that either of them is, is as good as skate was in that sense, but almost overcomplicating yeah, stuff a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I, but both those both those engines and, and you know, like the, the trick system stuff are sound and you know, like, it'd be cool to see where it'll, it'll be cool to see where they go. But yeah, I wonder, see, you know, I would always hear, you know, people always go like, Oh man, EA has got this amazing back catalog of, of games. How come they don't make a sequel to this? How come they don't make a sequel to that? Why was this sequel done for mobile? Why did they ruin this game? I loved. And it was all just like, people were always pitching that stuff you know there, there was plenty of, yeah but there was plenty huh. of room internally to pitch like hey we want to do a sequel to this a sequel to this but it was always looked at as like well for the amount of money we want to make per game this isn't big enough and can you take desert strike and do it big enough yeah or do you have to do it small and put it on a phone and fill it full of microtransactions and so on Ugh. and so forth uh like, how does that stuff work? Um, and that's how you get Ultima on phones. That's how you get Dungeon Siege on on, on phones. Yeah. Or, or, or Dun- yeah, Dungeon Keeper mm-hmm. is, is business. You know, it's like, the, here's the pitch. Will it make money? How much money will it make? What's the opportunity here? Like all that other stuff. There's only so many hours in the day for the people that work at EA and the people at the top. Or, you know, maybe it's different now, but like, it was always like, okay. Like, yeah, well, we're not going to fucking bring back this road rash that, you know, like, yes, there's people asking for road rash, but how many yeah. and will they all buy it? And do we think that this is a lasting opportunity that will turn into a big franchise or this and that, you know, like probably not. Or I, I, it's very easy for me to see a world in which someone looks at a road rash pitch and goes, no, <laughs> yeah, come on. What band would they have open for right. it? You yeah. know? No, yeah. No, it can't no, be done it can't anymore. can't be done anymore. 
The so, door is closed. <laughs> <laughs> that bike has sailed. Yes, that bike has sailed. That famous phrase. Yep. Ooh, unless K-pop gets super into skateboarding, you could take over. Because okay. BTS, yeah, that no. BTS crew, mm-hmm. the S could stand for skateboards. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Big truck and skateboards. That would do it. All right. You, sitting, you're on to something here. I'm sitting here looking at a giant list of every game that EA has put out this generation, but I don't know if I want to get into that tangent or if we should just move on. Now let's move on. Yeah, okay. Um, last story. Sony's uh, killing SingStar. Yeah. What is going on? Pour one out. They're shutting down the servers. Man. They're totally like... I mean, completely dead. Like, you wow. are not even going to can't be able even to download your yeah. tunes. Can't, you're not even going to be able to download songs you've already bought after, after all this stuff goes away. They're killing the music, uh, yeah. which is uh, in January. So, a couple months left. Oh, yeah. SingStar was fun. Yeah, like the the video. Like it was it was fun to go watch other people's videos yeah. on that social network thing they yeah, built. That was pretty good. Maybe we. Should, hmm. Oh man. Dig out. Oh man, tricky. We got my copy really, of Sing Star and just go watch really, the videos before we don't have the chance or before the opportunity is gone. Yeah, we should really see what's going on. Yeah, good with idea. that stuff, what's happening on the Sing Star servers? These Somebody days. needs to document that magic yeah. for posterity. Right. <laughs> we need to crowdsource an effort to just capture every video. Archive.org that's ever on the that's case ever been uploaded. Of archiving the entire Sing Star <laughs> network. Sing Star network. Uh, Good idea. Uh, they did PS4 Sing Stars, right? That sounds like something they right. would have done. Was that all on PS3 that we were watching all that stuff yeah, and uploading most those? Most of that was PS3. Because I know, like, Sing Star's been around forever. Like, PS2 was yeah. kind of the heyday of it. But, kind of, kind but of the stuff they did on PS3, like all the connected server stuff, yeah. the again, a, a live game, huh? being able to watch those user videos enhanced the experience <laughs> tremendously. <laughs> Might say it created an entirely new experience. You like to watch British people sing songs you've never heard of before. Might I recommend I Sing Star? S- certainly okay. do. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty big over there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. huge in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they would like bundle PS2 consoles. Yeah, they like include the game with wow. PS2s and yeah. stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, pour one out. I suppose that had a special microphone with it, right? It two had yeah. for a long time. Two special microphones. Yeah. Two special microphones. Oh shit! For a long time, yeah, they packed USB microphones in. Okay. I guess they they did the same thing everybody else did, right? Eventually, they transitioned to phones using your phone. Oh, I, yeah, as, as the controller was that would that have been a PS4 SingStar that uh, they did that? On? I don't. Probably, I don't remember. Maybe they didn't do that on PS3. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. We need to find out. Nor do mm-hmm. I. I remember importing SingStar because the it was not out in the U.S. yet. I think they eventually did bring it to U.S. But like, I imported PS3 SingStar. I found a like a British copy of it and and brought it in to see like that. All the shared network stuff just seemed like it would be killer to see. And mm-hmm. Yep, it was. <laughs> yep, it was worth it as advertised. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Let's read a few emails. All right. Before we get out of here. Uh, Inbox still kind of a mess. Oh, good lord! I've missed out on the past couple of weeks. We did our best last week to yeah. try to clear it out a little bit. Okay, still an awful That's, lot yeah, in there. So if, if you're if you're on the site, uh, go. We uh, we did we ranked a lot of songs of the '80s. Yep, 
on a premium stream that is archived on the site. And then also I put a playlist up on Spotify of the 69 worst songs of the 1980s as or, of right or now best, or, and that yeah, is kind of the qualifying the other way fact you're right like you know you don't, don't just send it any old lady song send yeah. us the worst well, if, hey eventually it's got eventually. you know the, the the least worst is the best taste is gonna win over yeah the yeah. bottom song on that it's list gonna, is gonna is the, the bottom best will drop song out. of the 80s yeah for now for now who knows what could happen in the future yeah oh boy okay oh bombcast boy. at giantbomb.com is the email address this first email is was sent as HTML with a very light gray <laughs> text <laughs> on a white background. Beautiful. Which I just, just had to copy into a text editor to actually be able to read. Thanks. Uh, it's a, a follow-up to Death Stranding talk, probably, I guess, from last week. Uh, Matt in Japan. As someone who lives in Japan, allow me to tell you about Monster Energy's presence here. Great. Finally. Man on the street. Monster is sold at convenience stores, supermarkets, and most Asahi vending machines. Crazy. The same ones that sell Pocari Sweat. Mm. The cans are smaller than their US, U.S. counterparts at 355 milliliters Ooh. or 12 fluid ounces. What's so that's, that's like a standard yeah. soda can size. Forget right? it. Um, the regularly available flavors include the traditional standard black and green flavor, <laughs> the, the blue zero sugar flavor, Ugh. and the white ultra flavor. Uh, there are okay. also seasonal flavors such as the orange chaos flavor. Now you're talking. And they end... And a red and black Cuba Libre flavor, mm, no alcohol. That sounds like it'd be terrible. Hope that clears things up. So a tiny bit monster. Yeah, good to know. Somewhat big in Japan. Yeah. Well, actually, I just a also bit smaller. Call back to the beginning of the show. I love that all of the flavors are just described with colors. Yeah, yeah I like uh, the ultra red and the mm-hmm. what was it ultra sunrise? Wait, is like ultra, ultra a? Ultra, classification yes it is separate from color the, the ultra yes. ones are the zero mm, calorie for zero carb yeah. yeah that would make sense uh brian in france uh french brian that's right uh i've been playing a lot of classic doom 2 and cuphead on the switch this week with my two-year-old son close by Ooh. he also learned how to express a four-letter f word this week yep do nice. you think do you think the two are related nope no no no. Yeah, did your was he murdering demons and then said fuck yeah? I think that's the implication. Or was he bad at Cuphead and said fuck this? Mm. If not, I think it's something else. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. It is the mother. <laughs> mm. uh, also, he said he agrees with you that red red wine is terrible. Thank you very very. I shouldn't much. even bring that up French in here. Brian should save that for that song's okay. Yeah. Ooh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I I heard it recently again, and it was worse. Than I haven't heard it in a long time, but oh, yeah, it's, I'd... all right. Scott from Roseville, it Minnesota, breaks down with the red, red, yeah. you make? Oh God! Any idea where it's the island rhythms, man? Mon, sorry, Mon. Any idea where Roseville is? I do. Yeah, really? it's just yeah, it's very close to Minneapolis. Okay, well, Scott from Roseville. Yeah. Does sorry. Captain Commando ever wear underwear? No. Okay. Just dives right into that suit. Yep. That would be... Yep. If you had a suit like that, you don't wear underwear. You just don't. True to... Uh, Think about the rashes. Yeah. True to his name, I suppose. Uh, Jeff from Greenwood, Indiana. Greenwood? Uh, that's right. Uh, I recently subscribed to Xbox Game Pass for $1. Within a week and a half, I finished the excellent Outer Worlds and Moonlighter. Damn. 
Uh, I made sure my account was canceled before any recurring billing hit me for full price. I can only imagine many other gamers out there have taken advantage of the same deal. How can this possibly be sustainable for anyone? There's a huge gap between the full prices of those games and what I paid or would have paid even at the regularly the regular monthly Game Pass price. I almost feel like I actually got away with something sleazy. You kind of did. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're they're offering the takes money to make yeah. money, baby. You got to get people able to try out the service and see if they like yeah. it. And you know, yeah. the ideal is that they go like, "Hey, this is actually like a good. This is good. I'm going to stay signed up for this. Yeah. This is uh, this is all fine as long as Microsoft is bearing the full brunt of the cost of this because yeah. Microsoft's got plenty of cash, right? Like assuming assuming individual developers are still getting a good deal on the back end. Mm-hmm. For this stuff, then it should be fine. But, yeah, but on the assume. other hand, how would we know if they weren't? I would assume so. I don't know. You know, but like I would, I would like to think that nobody who makes games is suffering because Game Pass, is, right? Yeah, is, yeah. is obscenely cheap right now. Yeah, yeah, you know, they it's it's still a relatively new service. They need yeah. to get people in to try it out, yeah. and you know, they clearly mm-hmm. think this is going to be the future of playing games. Is yeah. going to be stuff like this as opposed to purchases. I'm inclined to agree. Like this service has like been such a good value. I think thus far. I mean, it's at a point now where now, you know, you have Sony offering PlayStation now and, you know, they've right. transitioned from purely the streaming of PS3 games to now so you can download you, yeah, PS4 you can games download and, and, yeah. and all that stuff. But it's still not the, like the, exactly. the breadth you, of the but, library. But you've it's got not... people asking them now, you mm-hmm. know, they have to give give responses that say like, no, we, we are not offering our brand new games on this service at this time. Thank right. you. You know, like that's... Yeah, or it leads to like this perception with Stadia that it's just a, a flat rate service that has a bunch of games on it. Which yeah. Is totally not the case, not, but yeah. that's just what people are coming to expect now out of monthly fees. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, sign up for your cheap Game Pass and feel okay about it. I did the thing where I bought a bunch of... Uh, Car, what is it? I think I, I bought a bunch of Xbox Live cards at a discount and then converted it all into it's Game old. Pass Ultimate. Yeah. When they were doing that background, yeah. I think they might still be doing is that, that in some form. Offer still out there? I, I, it came back after, I, or it, it was still kicking around after I thought it was over. It was, I, I'll I, say that much. The but, deal was basically pay a dollar and convert all of your time yeah. to Game Pass Ultimate. <laughs> I had yeah. I had some Xbox Live time and some other old Game Pass time. Yeah. And it seems to have. Just stretched it all out in a, uh, in a weird way. Yeah, it seems to have like maybe arranged them sequentially instead yeah. of concurrently. Oops. Insane deal. Um, Sean from Santa Barbara, California. Uh, I feel all gamers of a certain age knew of the classic method of blowing into cartridges to get them to work, which became universal knowledge seemingly just through word of mouth. What other tips and tricks can you think of that became just as widely known pre-internet? Widely known? Mm. Oh man, I mm. don't know. Um, uh, like I'd started to say, like the swap trick on the PlayStation, but I think that sure. did come from the internet yeah. right. for me. Oh, maybe a f- wrapping a red ringed Xbox in a towel. That was well, definitely. Oh no, that was no, definitely, that was definitely, that was definitely yeah. very, very internet. Yeah. Um, I can't think. Maybe of, like the uh, you know the Famicom Super Famicom cartridges. You'd have the extra tab. Oh yeah, yeah, like breaking the tabs off yeah. in, a, in a Super Nintendo. Oh, sure. And I for, guess for import stuff as well yep. have the same thing. Yeah. I have one or two N64 carts that just have the edges of it just ground down <laughs> with <it's laughs> like Ryan McDonald, some blunt instrument, just grinding it off in like <laughs> well, the grimiest way. I think you would just, you know, do the console before you do the cartridges. Yeah. But in retrospect, that would have probably <laughs> been the, the way to go. Yeah. Uh, 
I had a cartridge port extender for the Genesis uh, that mm. was a region switcher, basically. Mm. Huh. That was yeah. Oh, uh, putting in the, the NES cart like halfway, like just so it barely cleared that lip. Mm. Smash oh. it down really yeah. hard. Huh. Yeah. Sometimes that would that would help out. Interesting. Okay. I do the same thing with Game Boy carts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, blowing and uh, like that's you know like I feel like people you, know, you blow on a record to get dust off. You yeah. you blow on a cassette tape uh, if it had been sitting somewhere dusty. So I, I feel like that's that that concept had existed pre game cartridges in sure. some sense and just kind of carried over. And then now you have people say like you know that ruins the cartridges. You know all the moisture from your breath. Is there any validity to that? Yeah. Is there actually yeah. probably yeah. like it's you know For not sure. good for the contacts. That's actually long-term bad to be breathing moist air onto the contacts of the, of the carts. I never did get my F-Zero for Game Boy Advance to work. Mm. Um, Elliot in London. Now that the 3DS is pretty much finished, what are your top three games for it? I would probably go mm. number three, mm. Bravely Default. Fantastic retread of classic RPGs with an amazing job system. Animal Crossing. Cap'n singing in that boat alone makes this the best Animal Crossing. Sure. Yeah. And uh, Persona Q. Mm-hmm. Persona characters in combat with Etrian Odyssey dungeon crawling. Never finished an ET game, but I finished all 100 plus hours of this. I still have a small stack of unwrapped games to get through, including Persona Q2. So oh, this shit. might change. The 3DS rocked. 3DS is good. 3DS yeah. is pretty good. Shit, man. That's a tough... I would say Link Between Worlds yeah, probably has to be in my top three. Oh, that mm. is utterly fantastic. Yeah. Should right. I go get a 2DS? Problem. <laughs> I had a 3DS that broke. Oh, whoa. Oh, so you're, already, like, you're already somewhat in the platform. Yeah. Like, like super early in the generation, though. Okay. Like when it initially came out, never yeah. bothered to replace it. Okay. I like I the, like... the new Nintendo 3DS Lite or whatever the, the last ones they call mm-hmm. the, the smaller ones that mm-hmm. still folded. Okay. Like the 2DS is... I kind of like how it looks like a doorstop, though. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you like the look of the 2DS, I always looked at it and went like, ah, it's just, it's too... If that thing could fold, I'd be way more into it. Sure, Uh, It's dirt cheap also. It's like 70, 80 bucks, which is insane. Yeah, the 2DS is is really cheap, so that's that's certainly... Yeah, if there's games you still want to play on it. Okay. Jeez. Uh, Like... That last WarioWare they put out was pretty good. Project yeah, Crossing, right. I love you. But yeah, Animal Crossing, certainly. Top Animal Crossing, three. not bad. Although, I mean, that's about to be covered. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully. I mean, hopefully yeah, they, 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 they could shit the bed on new Animal Crossing. Oh, let's, let's hope not. Jeez, according to this Wikipedia list, Link Between Worlds is only the 21st highest selling 3DS game. Wow. Mm. wow. I had um, Project Crossing in my 3DS for like over a year. Wow. Well, mm. Yeah. What do you think of that Kid Icarus? they did for 3ds it's okay yeah. lo- it was really funny the localization was really good was mm-hmm. it uh yeah <laughs> like extremely charming but i still have like the weird base that then i still have a bunch of the cards yeah the, the cards packs of the i cards. feel like we kept i kept finding those cards around the office for yeah. like two years after That's, that i didn't get into the game that much yeah unfortunately um god i'm, I'm having a hard time diver <laughs> pilot wings resort yeah i mean there's some monster on it. I'm trying to think of some <laughs> of the other standout 3DS games and actually not coming up with much. Like, I remember a lot of people liking Tomodachi Life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I, it felt too, it was too slight. Like, I really wanted to love that thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it just, there wasn't quite enough mm-hmm. uh, to keep me coming back. Yeah. 
But it was a cool concept for sure. I like Super Mario 3D Land quite a bit. Like one of the few games that actually yeah, used yeah. the 3D in some yeah, interesting that ways. Was, that was pretty good. Um, so there's a link between worlds. I really yeah, like the 3D. Yes. Yeah. Picross 3D that. is probably uh, is probably on on mine. That's probably yeah. Hours wise, I wonder if that's the one I've played the most. Hmm. Looking at this list of the highest selling games, that, that was just a franchise ass. Oh yeah, platform. Yeah. I think yes. it is just it's a Nintendo machine. Yeah, like, that's. But I feel like even more so than most. Like there's not a lot of one-offs on here. Um, okay. How about a road from Maryland? Why can Mario jump on piranha plants in Super Mario Galaxy? No problem. But in the 2D games, he gets damaged instantly. Even if the sprite shows his boots landing on them. Are they different universes? Are 2D plants somehow deadlier? There are way more weird differences between the 2D and 3D games, but I think this is the most pressing question that needs to be answered. Please weigh in some with some Mario facts. The 3D ones are squishy. It's because Super Mario Galaxy is carelessly made <laughs> trash. <laughs> uh, the gravity is different on the planets yeah, is why. Also, is yeah. that the only one, though? Are there other 3D Marios that let you do that? Mario 64 even have piranha plants? I don't think so. I don't think so. Hmm. I recall. I don't know. All right. I guess there's your expert answer. Big old new fan uh, uh, fan game patch for Mario 64. I saw some came out talking oh, about with Cat Mario. Was it a Super Mario 64 Land? Is that what it's called? Land 64. Mm. The trailer for it looked really cool. Was yeah, it? yeah, but it has Cat Mario in it. It's got the the raccoon like the leaf like that cool. power up in it. Damn. Yeah. Looks Damn. it looks fucking elaborate. Uh, I kind of I want I want to check it out. Seems neat. If only we had a show that we did every week where we just kind of played whatever. Yeah, we'll just have to come up with something. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple more emails. Hart from Australia. Is Sam Bridges the descendant of Nash Bridges? If so, can we expect some Cheech Marin Death Stranding DLC? No, but Stone Cold Steve Austin will be in it. What's he going to be up to? Whatever the fuck he wants. Whooping man. ass man. and porting. Yeah kid drinking monsters <laughs> yeah he would totally be the guy in the weird cliffside installation yeah. never coming outside and demanding that beer be delivered right yeah and and kale you've got to bring beer he's, to he's Steve. weirdly into kale talking man. about how he doesn't trust your yeah your but instead of setting it on a conveyor belt you have to like throw them oh, one yeah. by one yep. in and then you see the hologram catch them from off camera and <laughs> gives you backwards middle fingers for some reason yep a uh, question from Chad. You get into a lift. The driver, late 20s, is quiet, but listening to Limp Biscuit. Do you uh, mention it to the driver in a positive way, joke about it, stay quiet, and hope the next song isn't Limp Biscuit? Or the choice I made, stay quiet. Stay, <laughs> stay quiet and, speak, and hope for more. Speak if spoken to. Just, just and, let him. Just let him do his thing. Yeah, I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't care real. what music is being played in a car that I'm you know, like a taxi or anything like that. I'm going to tune like, it out yeah. anyway. Yeah, I'm probably going to be looking at my phone or or trying to make that determination of should I put my seatbelt on? I mean, <laughs> these guys are professional drivers. <laughs> you should you should put your seatbelt. Yeah. Wear, wear seat yeah. I sometimes still don't wear a seatbelt in a taxi. Huh. But in an Uber or a Lyft or any kind of car, I 100% of the time... Yeah, do. you should. 
And I don't know why it's dumb. It's dumb. Can you, can you guys think of like some really bad tunes that you've heard in mm, lifts? Ubers? Not really? Really? It's always been people listening to talk radio. Right. Yeah. They, they're just like some real wild shit there. And mm. you're just like, oh man. I, I had one guy that actually had a karaoke machine wow. hooked up in his fucking car. Yeah. Right? And yeah. It's, like, it's impressive. Asked me straight up if I wanted to sing something. I'm like, no, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm good, good, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm good. I had the, the gimmicky rideshare car. Yeah, I no, feel like no, I don't, I don't, no like one those. needs that. <laughs> like there was an era there of people going like, I can't believe it. I got in this car and the guy had a Nintendo hooked up and I got to play yeah. games on my drive. And it's wow. What about the driver right. I had that had a large parrot on his shoulder? That dude's cool. And then the yeah. bird, the bird like came back and kind of wanted to see what I was up to. Yeah. And that was pretty interesting. That the sounds, that sounds far. Yeah. And he was just like, he was just got to worry. The bird's harmless. Yeah. It was a pretty well, large. Not. That's all right. Fucking day of sharp beaks. Yeah. It was a large bird. Beady bird little eyes. Yeah, I hate birds. Yeah. Oh, it's, I don't hate oh. them. I don't hate them. Dude, a lot of pet birds are like sensitive to everything. Mm. Like they can't be around Teflon for whatever reason. <laughs> Weird. Like the fumes. That's good to know. Yeah. All right. Like the fumes of like a nonstick pan will apparently like fuck up a bird. Wow. Yeah. I'm huh. going to start carrying And avocados. You're not supposed to. Avocados. You're not supposed to use essential oils in a diffuser around cats, because their bodies mm. can't process the. That's terrible. Oil, yeah. Uh, just, just in case you're wondering, Chad says the next four songs until I was dropped off were Limp Bizkit. Cool. So that is cool. Now you know. Limp Bizkit's back, baby. Yeah. Not necessarily with new music, but no. They just they're good. they're very we're much in the zeitgeist. They're around. Yeah. Everyone's talking. No one can stop talking about Limp Biscuit. And it's weird. There's probably a reason for that. Uh, all right. A couple more emails here. Uh, JR from Longmont, Colorado. Okay. Who at the end of the very end of his email says, I've lived here for 13 years, but only heard about Longmont Potion Castle from you guys. It makes sense. So if, if I was that dude, I would keep a low profile. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring that, it up to anyone. Yeah, that dude sounds too high to leave the house anyway. That's fair. Uh, he says, while looking for the dedicated server software for Shattered Horizon, you, you know, that six degrees of freedom astronaut first person shooter from yep. Future Mark that yeah. I think is sorely underrated. Okay. Also, it's been delisted from Steam for a while and was available from Desura for a bit, but that's gone too. Yeah. I huh. found that Underwriters Laboratories bought FutureMark back in 2014. <laughs> oh, huh. Going to FutureMark.com now takes you to Benchmarks.ul.com. What the fuck? This weirdly makes their AR and VR announcement from last week make some more sense. What a weird world. Yeah. That's, you could see it. Kind of sure. like, I like the idea of PC benchmarks being rolled into like safety standards. Yeah. Yeah. If they just <laughs> want to own that, the whole space. They're yeah. just like, nah. If you want to know if a thing is good at a thing or yeah. safe at a thing, you want the hard facts. We're here for that. Yeah. About this. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, two more. All right. Brandon. Brandon. Uh, I've been wondering this for a while, but given that there's now a $100 avatar for sale on PSN, I feel like I have no choice but to finally ask somebody. What the hell is the vetting process for this part of the store? Seriously. Is there even one? Every unlicensed avatar and theme for sale on PSN is an awful deviant, deviant art ass looking skull with an American flag. 
or some generic knockoff anime girl with a gun. It's not just the avatars. Like, it's wallpapers, everything, yeah. man. Even Sometimes ig- games. Even ignoring the part where it's kind of strange to still have to pay for something like a profile picture. Why are all of the non-game related avatars and themes so bad, except for that one with the snowboarding bulldog? Hey, that one's pretty good. I, I got a dog with an afro. That was pretty good. Nice. Wow. It was a pug. Nice. Can't. He was 49 cents. Mm. I, I don't know for a fact, but I was under the impression that it was like very easy to upload stuff for sale like that on there. Well, well it's like if you, but I don't know. Like we were talking about it for a little while yeah. years ago, uh, doing Xbox avatar clothing and all right. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, still, that would have been fun. Um, Agreed. But yeah, yeah, it seemed like the process of doing like that type of avatar work or theme work was was easy to get like your company get vetted for and, you know, still have to submit the stuff and go through the process or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I, that's, you know, Sony doesn't want to impose standards on parts of it. Like, like who is Sony to tell you how much you can charge for your avatar? Yeah. I mean no one should buy that but if someone is dumb enough to buy that then what are you gonna what are you gonna do what's that avatar of the hundred dollar one it's it's actually related to i just closed the tab let me pull it back up it's it's related to an actual game called uh state of anarchy i believe okay is the name of the game it's some kind of bullet hell shooter yeah hmm. uh it's a relatively low quality just picture of a character okay for 99.99 cool right and Oh, wow. I just looked up that game on Steam. The, okay. pug, one, the pug one I bought has sunglasses, too. Is it porny? For not ex- No, but it has, a let's say, a very rudimentary art style. Okay. It looks kind of cool, but also like, huh. Well, I wonder if you could ever set up a situation, not to give anyone ideas out here, but let's say you put up your $100 avatar thing. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say you you are an organized crime individual in the stolen credit card business. Hmm. Why not buy right. your own avatar as a way to launder money off of these stolen well, credit cards? You can't buy it in multiples. Like you would have to have multiple accounts. Well, yeah, you, yeah, because yeah. you have multiple credit cards. Right. So you're only going to buy uh, it once okay. per credit card anyway. Huh. Well, I mean, uh, no, once per account, like sure, you would, well, you yeah, would need yeah. separate accounts. Yeah. That's, I can make an email address. I can make 10 email addresses That's, an hour. Yeah. If I was in a spam farm somewhere, That's spamming right. giantbomb.com, I can make email addresses faster than they can ban the accounts. That's, yeah, so that's, probably, that's probably some truth to that. Yeah, that, that's probably pretty doable. Uh, or do you hack PSN accounts and then buy the avatar with other accounts mm-hmm. to to try to make the money that way? That sounds fun. Like, is there some kind of crime path here? <laughs> Maybe. That we could get in on. Ask, let's pull some popular Counter-Strike players. Okay. Maybe they can yeah. help demystify this for us. All right. I'm, this, I'm just going to tell you about this gambling site. I certainly don't own any part of it, but let's just say you're going to get skins. <laughs> I, I, I love skins. I know you love skins. Well, great. Here we are. But seriously, this has been brought up many times before. Like, ugh, who's in charge of letting some of this shit go through? Like, I, I've purchased games. Yeah. Inner Kung Fu game. Mm-hmm. I believe it was just a couple couple dollars. Yeah. Not even much of a game. Nope. No. Not, I'm not, I'm not, not sure much how of a game. That, I'm not sure how that gets through. Well, it's not pornographic. I mean, right. you know, when they open the door to self-publishing, like right. at some point you have to decide, 
as the owner of the store, are you going to also be a quality filter? And how do you, what, where, how do you, what do the rules look like for that? Right. Is it just one person deciding, no, this game looks like shit. No, this game's fine. Like, where's the line? Potentially. Potentially. Uh, and they could have a low bar. Yeah. But like, if you look at the switch, the store, uh, the, the eShop on switch now, uh, it sounds like a lot of developers are just like putting up their super cheap games and then putting them on sale for, for like, like 14 cents or whatever. Off, yeah. yeah. They're putting, yeah, high percent off so that they show up in the like best deals sellers, list yeah. or bestsellers and, and trying to like get money that way. Jesus. You know, it's like when developers were, there was a brief period of time on Xbox where you had that game. Ah, yes. That was like at the top of the list when you looked at all Xbox live games mm-hmm. by title it was alphabetically at the top. Right. And then when 1942 Joint Strike came out and became <laughs> the top game on that list, because it starts with a number. Right. Yeah. I, don't know, it's, yeah it's, it's, I think there's a lot of ways to game all those systems, and you probably need to put people in position to stop people from gaming those mm-hmm. systems in an obvious way. But if someone's just putting out a bad game... You kind of you kind of have to let them. You can't just be like, "Well, we're only going to mm. let good games on the platform." Or I mean, but again, or, or do that. But how do you draw those lines? How do you make that something you can stand behind? Like, do you bring back the official Nintendo seal of quality? Something like you know, that. like and, you keep, and what does you keep that mean? It cryptic. You know, a lot of bad games came out that had that seal on it. Yeah, that's true. You know, it wasn't like. Exactly. It was just the, like, the bar was low. All that, but it all that was like saying was like, fucking it was like the UL logo. Time. You put this in your system, it's not going to catch on fire. That was the 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 bar mm-hmm. for a lot of that stuff. Uh, but then also, you know, Sony and Microsoft still allowed WWE 2K20 to come out in the shape that it did. And they're yeah. offering refunds yeah. in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it sounds like that was not necessarily related to the um oh, to really? that game. It was just people typically on PSN, you can kind of get one refund without too many questions yeah, being asked like per account. It sound, right? Yeah. It sounds like that people were just kind of getting uh, that and it wasn't necessarily a blanket policy, but I, I don't, I don't know where that's at, but there, you still have cases like that where you've got major $60 releases mm-hmm. that are shipping fucking broken, uh, missing things. Uh, you know, you can even say, you know, the, the co-op aspect of modern warfare, how yeah. does, how does a company oh, like yeah. uh, how how does a company with like you know with checks in place to assure a, a certain level of quality like technical quality how do they let a game like that through and the answer is because it's fucking Call of Duty and it's Activision or sure. it's 2K and it's WWE and you know well they'll patch it and you have to kind of and and you know you have these platform holders that are just kind of like waving that stuff through mm-hmm. or you know like throwing stuff back for you know major showstopper bugs but stuff like that it's like oh i don't know the heads go all everywhere and all the physics are broken like eh, whatever they got to hit their date big marketing campaign can't delay it they'll pay us and it'll be fine <laughs> and that's how all these like avatars are coming through like these guys are well respected renowned Yes. you know like half naked yes fairy uh, I, uh yes. illustrators yeah uh <laughs> purple dragons the most well-respected purple dragon in the yes. game spyro yeah is he, is he purple? purple yeah he's purple okay yeah. he's right. purple great he's great. an eggplant no okay. like, a, like a deep purple he's like an eggplant wizard like a exact fuck dude um purple and orange it's like a good color combo right yeah we should see more of that uh nintendo had it right 
Yeah. Yeah. Spice Orange. Three consoles ago. Spice Orange. Spice Orange. <laughs> that was a good console. Yeah. I have no interest in a pumpkin spice. Oh, hell no. Themed latte. But if I could get a spice orange latte. Mm-hmm. Mm. That uh, pumpkin cream cold brew. Not normally one for like uh, sugar in my coffee, but mm. kind of mm. hits a spot. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Get you going. I would have it thought does. that you would just abhor I t- any I, kind of flavor. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I had it. Not that bad. Okay. Hmm. Uh, all right. Last email real quick. This was sent in by Adrian in Ottawa. It's not often that the uh, the show art for the week just comes this perfectly prepackaged into the email inbox. But this picture of uh, an Ottawa cop and Jay Allard. Yeah. Sitting next to each other on a bench. Okay. (laughs) All right. Pretty nice little package here. He sent an article in the Ottawa Citizen with the headline. Stop bicycle thief inside an ex Microsoft Wunderkind's Canadian crusade to save your bike. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been he could use he's been doing this bike there. thing. I knew for he had a while, been into bike right? stuff for a while, but I didn't realize that it, they're like I they're trying to marry like tech and tech bike and tech. To, yeah, to prevent bike theft or something. I assume it's just a like some kind of LoJack style or like a Bluetooth tag. Or yeah, I mean, there's something. a yeah, there's there's an app. It's a tile. There's you get a app, tile. There's an app. Oh, there's an app. There. Yeah, it's that. Wow. I mean, the actual tech and initiative are not that. Amazing. I mean, Apple's or, supposed or, to be dropping their version of Tile right. at some point, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. It's stuff like, yeah, like that. tracking stuff like this. But here's the, here's the focal point of the story. Allard is a beer-drinking, pizza-eating, bicycle-loving genius. <laughs> Just like the rest of us. And the ultimate anti-tech bro, whose nascent post-Microsoft mission isn't birthing the next Silicon Valley unicorn, but declaring all-out digital war on bike theft. Solving actual real problems, like fucking manifesting solutions to actual issues. Yeah. Like, yeah, cool. Um, if someone was going to do it, you know? Yeah. I the eyes of Allard on. are upon That's you, right. bite thieves. That's right. Nobody can escape the gaze. The Speaking of the eyes of Allard, uh, that Minotaur Arcade Volume 1 came out. Jeff Minter's oh. latest. Huh. It's like a repackage. It's like VR versions of Grid Runner. I think oh, wow. That, I think. It's, huh. uh, yeah. Space Giraffe in there? No. Hmm. Okay. That got edited anyway, right? Didn't he take that out? Um, I don't... The Allard stuff? I think so. I, well, it made it into the PC version. Like, I, I don't it, know. It is in the PC version? Yeah. Pretty, oh, I thought I'm it was pretty, not. I'm pretty sure it was. I thought I, thought I heard he had to take that out of I the PC version. I thought that was still in there, but I... Huh. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway. Uh, here's a quote from a cop he's working with who works the bike theft beat about meeting with him. I made sure I got there first and then I see Jay walking in and he is wearing a hoodie, torn up shorts, skater shoes, and a ball cap. He was the answer to my prayers. Agreed. There you go. So, revolutionized video games and mm. oh, bicycles. All right. That's all I've got. Cool. My emails. All right. Uh, now what? What do we do next? That's it. That's okay. It. That's it. Yeah. Yep. We, okay. All right, bye. Uh, I got some, no, I got some, yeah, no, I, I got some stuff I got to handle. So we're, there's not going to be an after show this week, though. I will say the yeah. after show is now available on Spotify. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, we have one of those. Look now, that up we? as 
Giant Bombcast Aftermath, I think is the full real name of the show that we never actually use. (laughs) Ah, people will figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you type in Giant, the idea was if you type in Giant Bombcast, that will come up as well. That was the hope, but I don't know. Uh, So that's out there now if you want to listen to that that way. Yep. Find it. Find Um, it. Yes. Catch it. Dare you. Uh, yeah, we'll have some other stuff this week. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order's out this week. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that out? That's out week. like this week, this week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jedi yeah. Is Friday. Jedi is okay. Friday. Is I think Pokemon, Pokemon is also, also Friday. Also Friday. Oh, yep. Yeah. God. We will do some stuff with those games. Okay. And some streams and all that other stuff yeah. that we usually do. I love streams. Yeah. Catch them. Catch all em. of them. Catch them. Oh. Don't cross them? Don't, I don't yeah. know. You can't, not, you, you can't, can't catch you them can't, all. You cannot catch them all. They will not let you catch Apparently them all. Apparently they won't let you adjust your volume unless you buy something else too. They took what? moves out! They oh, took man. the moves out. How can I use hidden power? How will Ferrothorn be complete? I don't want to get into it. Just I don't yet. know. I don't really, know. I don't want to just. I don't know. I really didn't take you for a Dexateer, but here we are. Uh, Dexateer, I don't give a fuck about, but like the moves though, Brad. Dragon Rage. Oh, yeah for you check it's, it's fine it's all right fine. Well, Z moves were garbage anyway stay tuned later this week see how all that stuff lands thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye